All right, uh, and this is that this is our New Year's episode. I don't know what our New Year's episode, episode number it is. I don't know. Can't remember. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's twenty. It's twenty nine. Twenty. That's fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> that's fair. Pretty sure it's twenty nine. I'm gonna turn my. Oh game man, that would been better if if we had gotten thirty. Yeah. Uh, on this one, it, oh, it's, well. it is actual New Year's Eve, so yeah, we're doing this New Year's Eve. It's going to come out after the New Year has already happened. I'm going to spend my New Year's Eve editing a podcast, which is exactly nice. how I imagined life after graduation would be. I don't know what I'm doing for mine. Uh, I was supposed to go to like like bar hopping with Harley, but go oh, do that. I was trying to I was trying to look at our our podcast name, and I just typed in "dude wrong," and it's just a bunch of videos of dude messes with the wrong guy. <laughs> I um, like that. I like that as a common thing being searched. Dude messes with the wrong guy. Yeah, we're at twenty nine. Okay, so 29, confirmed. Woo, episode 29. Happy New Year, everyone. 2017 coming to the end. That's all we had. See you later. Yeah, that's the end of, end of the episode. That's okay. basically what I was going to do for the Christmas thing that I didn't end up getting to do, where I was going oh, like, yeah. to be like, Merry Christmas, and uh, here's this one story that happened one time, and uh, I'll see you guys later. Like, it was going to be really fast, but I didn't even have Should time have. to do that. So Yeah, uh, so we didn't do a Christmas episode because of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't get a Christmas episode because uh, to do that it would have to release around Christmas, and that's just not a time when stuff was going to happen. Which I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get in front of this thing real quick, uh, where we where we talk about what we have coming up this week on the channel. It's not going to be much because I'm scrambling, I'm scrambling to put stuff together. Jan's been really busy lately, so um, don't have many new episodes <laughs> from him to release. And uh, 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 I bought a ton of games on the Steam Winter Sale, so I actually bought I bought three games on the Steam Winter Sale, and, and this nice. is the first time. Well, it's on this new Steam account. First games I've bought, but it's mm. the first time in a very long time that I've bought anything off of Steam. It was I was surprised how many um, fighting games were on the Mac. Or well, okay, I didn't buy Skullgirls. Uh, yeah. Wesley got me Skullgirls, but I already had Skullgirls on the PS3, but we were like, hey, we should play Skullgirls. Skullgirls, Fantasy Strike, Lethal League, and Stick Fight the Game, which... Oh, yeah, I saw that. Stick Fight the Game looks amazing. Uh, I can't wait to play that. I ended up getting Dark Souls 3, uh, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Hotline Miami 1 and 2. Oh, sweet. Uh, Prey... Outlast 2. Actually, I got Outlast Trinity. It's the uh, new Prey, right? Yeah. Okay. Resident Evil Remaster and then Resident Evil 7. I went ahead and bought it on here because I, I plan on... Because it runs better on the computer and it's easier to record. So I'll probably just get to that point where I was. Okay. I'll probably get stuck again, but I'll, yeah. I'll hopefully restart the recording after that point. That sounds good. It'll probably just be seven episodes of me dying on that chainsaw fight again. Yep. Yep, Just most like, likely. No! I honestly think I think there was there was something you were missing or something was glitched or Dude, I looked at like no, I looked at like a ton of gods you, and I was like You're doing it you doing it right, I, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. I mean Dang, I was I, I was following the strategy. Yeah. It's it, well they were like, <laughs> it's easier to dodge and I'm like, No, it's not. I think it'll be easier <laughs> on like, computer why are you because lying? I can like I can aim the chainsaw better. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Let's hope I may so. Just suck. Yeah. 
Um, okay, uh, we're, we're going to do some news, and then we have some uh, best of best and worst of 2017 yeah. awards. That's, about that's down the exciting part. This part's going to be exciting. The news is going to be boring. Not, not a lot yeah. of news, actually. Probably because, you know, Christmas. So slow, slow going on the new announcements. Yes. Did you did you put this rising thunder in? Yes, I did. I know exactly what that what that is. Okay. <laughs> so I I can talk about that. Um, so rising thunder was uh, an indie game that was being developed. It was an alpha by uh, Seth Killian, who was a former Capcom employee, and uh, it's kind of. Um, it kind of goes for a similar goal that Fantasy Strike goes Ooh. for, where they're trying to remove the barrier of entry for fighting games. So it's like you don't use inputs. Like you're not going to do a Hadoken or a sure you can input. You're going to have your special moves and they're on cooldowns. So it's just like a single button press. And it yeah. was it was really cool. It was uh, I didn't get to play it because it was PC only early access. But like the gameplay I saw of it, it looked really promising. But then it just kind of went dark for a long time. No new announcements or anything. And then the company developing it got bought by Tencent, who are the same guys that bought Riot Games, the League of Legends developers. And everyone yeah. was like, oh, Rising Thunder's probably dead. And turns out, Rising Thunder is dead, but they're making the best of oh. it. And they're re- releasing it as an open source game to everyone. Like, it's going to be completely free to play. And uh, they're, like, giving people mod tools and stuff like that. So oh, that's cool. As long as it's free to play, I mean, I'll try it. It looks interesting. Yeah. It kind of looks like Overwatch mixed with uh, <coughs> giant fighting like the robots. Art style. Yeah, the art style is like Overwatch. It kind of looks like Robots, the movie. It does. The animated kinda, movie. If they were kind of, uh, if they were more slick and superhero it, yeah, looking. If it was like war based. Um, but that's really exciting, just because I think everyone assumed it was dead forever and we'd never get to see it again. But yeah, I've never even. This is kind of this is a cool thing where they're like, well, well, we're just gonna let all y'all have it, and this also means if they're able to just give that away and like they don't they don't mind, even like they're the same developer, they're still all together, and they don't mind just giving that away. That means their new game that they're working on, which everyone has been rumoring and speculating that it's a League of Legends fighting game, that means it's coming along nicely, and um, with a pedigree like Seth Killian who did like. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Street Fighter 4. It's, it's probably going to be pretty good. It's going to be a pretty good game. So It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so that's exciting. That's interesting. <clears throat> that's actually pretty cool. I thought Rising Thunder... Isn't Rising Thunder the name of that airplane game, too? Or is Ace that Combat? No. no. I don't know like, other airplane games. It's War, it's War Thunder. Oh, okay. It's the oh, same War people Thunder. that do like World of Tanks, yeah, World of yeah, yeah. Warships. Well, World there's of World of Warplanes, Warplanes too. Well, it's not the same. It's the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like That's a what I mean. free-to-play World War II kind of thingy. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, next up, we have Switch 64 gigabyte game cards delayed to 2019. Right. So Blu-rays carry 50 gigabytes, and the current yeah. Switch cards only carry 32. And um, people are like, you're, you're deliberately making any port to the switch have to be smaller or like require a game download to finish installing the game. And like, even if you have a physical copy, it's still going to be installed, which that's kind of the case for every other console. Anyway, I think the switch is now the only remaining modern console that lets you play a game completely off of the, uh, off the physical like media. Yeah. But, um, 
the 64 gig thing kind of it's it's more convenience than anything but it got delayed because apparently they're having technical issues and i think it has to do with the read and write speeds because if you've got 65 gigs of game in there and the switch is kind of made to be reading 32 gigs of game i'm guessing there's some kind of bottleneck that's keeping a game of that size from being streamed fast enough or like loaded fast enough so i think that's probably the issue and maybe i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if it just gets canceled altogether those plans because there's also been some developers that have said even if you bring this to 64 on the cartridge we're probably going to want to install enough of it on the hard drive just to make the game run better anyway so yeah at this at this point I don't think anyone should hold their breath, and it's not going to be like, oh, finally, you know, now the upgraded games are coming out. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to change anything. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with I'm, it, too. I, I, I only play the Switch <clears throat> on the go, anyway. I never play it on the TV, so I'm fine with... Yeah, I'm the, su- the problem is... I'm surprised I'm, how little I play it on the TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever, ever... I watch it, I put... I got Hulu, because it's it only has Hulu, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to do this, and so I keep it in my bedroom. Yeah. And I watch Hulu on the TV, but... Um, what was I about to say? I wish they would, when they port stuff over, I wish they would at least increase the tech size. So I'm not just playing Doom Portable. I can't read anything. Oh, yeah. Like, like I have trouble reading, and then, uh... Yeah, that's really like annoying. Like, L.A. Noir is, like... I had a, I have a guy, one of the IT guys at works has L.A. Noir, and he was playing it and showed me, dude, you can, like, hardly read. Yeah, like, that's a subtitles problem. subtitles or your notes or, like... And I mean, you have to like keep it like up to your face, so it's you might as well just be holding the TV to your face. And it seems to be the problem with the ports specifically. Oh yeah, specifically because if you're making it from the ground up, you're assuming you know yeah. 720p resolution on a screen this size. But you know, that's not an excuse. That's just a, a consistency I'm finding. It's like with a port, they're kind of just like eh, text text ported over nicely it looks the same yeah it's like well it does look good on the tv yeah i mean it looks fine you don't think when you take it portable which what was what was that statistic like 70 something percent of people only play it on the go i think it was i read it it was 70 percent of people use it in both forms like we'll we'll use it uh portable and on the Mm, tv but like less than six percent only use it on the tv like what weirdos? And and what, uh, that's, that's well, the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Who? I mean, who I'm, buys a portable console <laughs> and then they're like, "I'm only going to play on the TV." Well, think of it like this: everyone is buying the Switch, which which goes into this next part of news where it's the fastest selling console in Japan's history, like the Japan market. Oh, yeah. Passed up the PS2 in December as far as speed. That doesn't mean it's sold as many as the PS2. That would be insane, but um, it's it's very popular, and I think those numbers get skewed because. Japan buys handheld consoles more than they buy home consoles, and they're kind of counting this as a home console to say, "Hey, passed up the I other mean, it, home it, console." And yeah, it does it work is that way. It's technically a home console. Though. However, if I mean less than six percent of people are using it primarily as a home console, and I think that's happening because a lot of people are buying it because it's this new popular tech, and it's just the kind of person that is just kind of set something in their living room if it's a video game system and then just kind of forget about it and then maybe yeah. watch, you know, Hulu on it or something. That's fair. Or, you know, let That's their... wide. Yeah. No, you go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, let their, let their kids 
play a game on it sometime. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's because, like, they bought it for kids, and then they realized that letting kids carry around... Because there's no, like, big protective cases for the Switch yet. Yeah, like no, it, there are for iPads and, and tablets. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that needs to change. Someone needs I to jump on wouldn't, that. I definitely would not let my kid, like... My kid would have to be like ten before I let them take like a switch. Yeah, yeah. No. Out in public. Yeah, because like, they're expensive, and um, if you don't, if you don't like get a screen protector for them, like they're infamously easy to scratch. So there's just there's all these reasons where it's like I'm just imagining all the things that could go wrong if you give this to a kid. He could lose a Joy-Con somewhere on a trip, and it's like, oh, now yeah. he can't actually play any of the games. I, I've got to go to. Uh... I'm actually really glad I have it because I got to go to Wisconsin next week. Oh, so I won't be able to do the podcast next week. It'll have to be you and uh, Jan. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I have Wisconsin. to go to Wisconsin. Yeah. So I'm gonna play it on the plane like the whole time. Yeah. I'm just gonna be sitting there. I'm just gonna be like, all right. Like in the commercial. Everyone's, just like in the commercial, everyone's gonna make fun of me. <laughs> I, I I want to I want to see. I want to see an edit of those commercials where they just add in the people who are like, what are you doing? Yes. Yeah, like, like the one where she goes on to that, or was it a she? It, yeah, it was when the lady goes on to that that party on that roof and starts oh, playing yeah. Mario Kart. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Well, at, at one of our parties, that would be like an acceptable, normal thing to do. But that didn't look like an acceptable, normal thing to do at that party. Well, also that, well, when you say our parties, it's like the oh, parties, yeah, parties where we have... Are- where we have non dudes and no girls. <laughs> well, normally, yeah. Um, or one girl who's with one of the non dudes. Yeah, but if you go to a party, yeah, probably not going to be getting that thing out. No, I mean, I saw unless, dude. Oh. unless you're just bored and you're not clicking with anyone. It's like I'm just going to the corner and play Doom, whatever, man. I didn't tell you about this. Uh, I went to a bar. Um, I think you did tell me about this. Continue though. I mean, I go to bars often. I probably say that a lot. Uh, my name is Dallas. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, there was a dude who had a switch and put it on the uh, put it up on the bar and was playing Mario Kart. I mean, like hey. by himself. I almost asked if he wanted to play, but then I was like, he's doing this to pick up girls. But it didn't work. I was there for like two hours. Didn't work. Yeah, not one girl. Yeah, I don't really see that working. He also wasn't attractive. Unless like he, he, he wasn't an attractive man. I I could see an attractive man. <laughs> Putting that yeah. out and probably getting a nerdy, you know, one of those cute, like, hipster chicks. Yeah. To, you but, know, and be like, hey, you want to play? Like, Also, yeah, you it, think maybe if you went to, like, a battle and brew type of deal or, like, something like that, it, that'd be, yeah, it was, that'd be oh, the crowd like, where it would work. This was, like, a, a bar that was in a cellar. And <laughs> I, sh- I, I shit you not, there was a live piano player playing Piano Man <laughs> by Billy Joel. <laughs> When when I walked in, okay. First of all, that that is a fantasy to to just to it be in to crazy. begin with. Definitely not the place to bring out your switch. It was so funny. Like I walked in, like it's cellar. There's big rafters. Like it's like low ceilings. Like it was uh-huh. it was real cool. And I was like hearing piano man. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They're playing it. And then I look over and there's an actual piano man yeah. playing it. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> and then you turn to your left, and there's a guy playing Mario Kart on his Switch. I was like, oh, man, you ruined it. <laughs> I was about to be like, get out of here so I can sit here and, and drink this whiskey and act all sad like I'm in a movie. And listen to Piano Man. 
played live by the piano man himself, which is Play literally any piano man. <laughs> That's pretty. It was. A, it was a crazy night. It was. Uh, that sounds like a fever dream. I may have just. It does. Been, <laughs> may have been when I was sick, and I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, because you did get really sick for a while. <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to think maybe this is just, you're remembering this, but this this didn't actually. You weren't actually there when this <laughs> was happening. That's very possible. <laughs> um, okay, so Switch Switch is the fastest. We said that uh, Microsoft not done releasing backwards compatible. Well, I hope not. Yeah, but I think people... They just started. Yeah, I think people were wondering, because it's been like a month and a half since they added any, like any new ones. So people were like, is that... uh, Did did y'all finish that up? And they're like, no, we'll have more in 2018. But, um... And not just uh, the 360 games. They They are adding more original Xbox games. It's so hard to call it an Xbox One, because it isn't... It's, it, that's not what that means anymore. Yeah, it, yeah, it's weird to say like the first. I normally just say the first Xbox or the original Xbox. Yeah, because they they didn't. They should have come up with a name. They should have, man. Should have done something. Or just said Xbox Two, Xbox Three, Xbox Four. It's okay to follow. PlayStation. It is, yeah. It succeeds. It works. Like, and also, Sony's not the first <clears throat> company to ever use sequel or to use numbers. Yeah, I mean, everyone remembers. The Dreamcast 2. The Dreamcast 2 and the the Genesis 3. I, do, I, I straight up can't think of another time any company has used sequel numbers. It's it's like literally a, why I stopped talking and why I like switched it to be like, it's not the first company to do that. And then I was like, I'm not going to say. I was Hold like, up. it's just... I think so it I was, is. I was not going to say any examples. Well, it's not the first. I like <laughs> movies. Like, there's... Uh, yeah, movies and consoles are the same thing. Die Hard Two, like I mean, but it's it's not uncommon for things to be called two or part two, you know, like three, four, or five, like yeah. I, I don't know the, why they uh, why everyone seems so <sighs> averse to just to just giving it a clear name. Well, not even just giving it a clear name, but giving it a an extremely confusing name is bad, like. Here's yeah. the Xbox. Here's the Xbox 360. Here's the Xbox One. This this has been talked about a million times over, but it yep. just keeps coming up because it's because it's so weird. It's just yeah. a weird why Xbox One. <laughs> like I don't like Xbox Neo would have been like way better. Xbox 720 would have been the best name. That's what everyone thought it was going to be called anyway. Yeah, but then they would have to go to like the next. They'd have to go like 920 or 1080. Dude, you should. They should. They should have done Xbox 720. And the Xbox One X should have been called the Xbox 4K. Yeah, that's true. Would have that been be the good. coolest. Would have been the coolest thing. Anyway. Okay, that's fair. Um, hey. One, okay. One last bit of gaming news is Psychonauts 2 was delayed to 2019. Which, which totally screws up one yeah. of my best and worst of uh, categories. Which so. we're getting too soon. But it's like, oh, well, now it's not 2018. Yeah, that was that was disappointing. <clears throat> I forgot the Emoji Movie released this year. Christ. That's going to be a thing. Uh-huh. Wait. Okay. Never mind. I'll, I'll bring that up later. Um, Hellboy has wrapped production. The new Hellboy with David Harbour. I'm excited I was about not that. excited. I was not excited because I was like, no, Ron Perlman. And then yeah. I saw the picture of David Harbour. Yeah, and it... And I was like, oh, 
I was immediately mm. sold. It's like, yep, yeah, yep, I was he's like, no, he looks, <laughs> he looks bad. Well, I was figuring they were gonna. I mean, there's a there's a pretty good bit of CGI in Guillermo del Toro's Hellboys, yeah. but I I figured with this one it was gonna be like mostly CGI. But like so far, like his makeup is all also all real. When I think of David Harbour, I just think of him in Stranger Things, where he seems like the kind of only a teddy bear. I've seen him in. Yeah, even though you know he gets stuff done. He, yeah, he, he it's weird. He, he has like a he seems teddy bearish, but then at the same time he seems very intimidating at points. Yeah, he he's very much he, he has the air of a protective but nice dad. So it's like if you made him mad, it's like, "Oh, this is very dangerous." But uh, you don't I'll, think about it when you see him. Yeah. I love his dynamic with uh 11. 11, especially that where she was like I need to finish it. I haven't finished it. Have you got I don't I don't want to there's one part where she's like, he's like, comes back and she's like, who the F? And then he's like, language! And huh. she's like, whom the F? <laughs> and like, no, I haven't he's seen like, that. He's like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's good. That's, you're like, that's a Christmas vacation joke. <laughs> yeah, it was like really funny. That's our, I like season two. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, here, here's the last bit of news before we jump jump into our jump best ship. of worst of. Um, there's a rumor going around that Disney expects Han Solo, the solo movie, uh, the solo solo movie, yeah, to to God. bomb. They're expecting Xbox it to one. not do well. They the the rumor said it was because of the Last Jedi controversy, which I think is like insane because I haven't met that many people that are actually no. That. It I've never met. I haven't talked to anyone in person. Yeah, no. that is upset about the every Last single Jedi. every single person I've encountered thought it was a great time and a lot of people actually liked the twists the only consistent frustration i'm seeing is that uh someone someone brought this up and it's kind of gotten popularity amongst the people who hated it and the people that liked it is that they would have read oh this is a spoiler should i spoil this how big of a spoiler it's kind of a big spoiler uh it's not it's not a spoiler in the grand scheme but it's a spoiler uh, within the movie okay we're gonna spoil We'll we'll put a tag a little tag in at like twenty two minutes twenty two twenty yeah so and <laughs> um, then we'll put a tag out of it uh, you know and, and I'll keep it I'll keep it vague just in case but um slight spoiler there there's a character from the original trilogy who gets killed off and people think oh, his I, death I know who you're talking about. should have been given to another character who dies in a rather dramatic way. That people didn't didn't really like as much, kind of across I can the board. See that. This, this character isn't uh, isn't loved. Uh, okay. I would be yeah. I don't know if that would have been better, but at the same time, I think that character that you're talking about hmm. is only popular because of memes. I think he's only. I think that's really it because I had never. That's true. No, that's a hundred percent true. No one ever talks about him other than like the memes. No, yeah, you're doing. right. <laughs> but I okay, think, spoiler, spoiler over. But yeah, I, no, if they, I think if they had done it with him, it would have been a really cool moment. I still think they should have done it my way, but well, I can't talk about my way. But should, I will. I will eventually. Everything should be like, your way. A few months from now, I'll talk about the two characters that should have switched places. Oh, okay. I'm interested nope. in that. <laughs> no, we've talked about it. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do know what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. It would have been a... Uh... I do kind of agree. I think I think that character in general 
is the only place where people who love and hate it are kind of like, yeah, that could have been done better. Yeah, because it, it, I don't want to ruin it, but it wasted potential of a character. I think that that that's my biggest problem with The Last Jedi is there's, well, there's there's one adventure that, there's like a side line storyline that's not very good, but then there's also, um, what am I trying to say? There's, there's the new characters that are introduced are not good characters like they don't introduce a character there's one character they introduce that's like pretty good uh, I think Del Toro's character is phenomenal yeah I really like him uh, DJ yeah. I think is his name I really like him but he's the only one that like Rose is not very good the purple haired lady is just see me and, me and Tabitha like had, had an extensive discussion about this and uh the way we feel about Rose, like, Tabitha started saying exactly what I was thinking about her. And it's like, I like her, and I think she's cute, which makes me feel bad about how little of a place I feel she has in the story overall. Yeah, and she does something, they, they, I don't, I can't talk about it without spoiling it. Yeah. Anyway. It's um, like, here's a new character, and she's kind of funny and does some kind of cute things but she's i really liked her at first when i first yes. saw her yeah, i, I, I liked her and then the the further it went i was like she doesn't really have a point yeah she she doesn't like, have not, much that she contributes and i can't compare her to like a, an original trilogy character because there's really only the three that yeah but now we're dealing now we're getting into like four there's ray finn rose poe and see um what i still Leia. really care about is Finn, Ray, Poe, Kylo Ren. Like, those are the four yeah. characters that I'm really invested in. And Rose feels like a fifth wheel. See, I, I thought, in my opinion, that Finn felt... It's like they're regulating him to the back. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for that either. I, that, may, that, may be, that may be a bad way to word that. I, I think... <laughs> they're, they're, regu- they're regulating... They're, they're, they're uh... <laughs> I think it's worse. I think it's. <laughs> I never, I never would have gone there. I didn't realize that at all. I think it's worse that I realized that it was probably bad the way I was like. Well, I think it's because of the office because there's a part in the office like one of my favorite scenes where like Stanley's bitching about having to be on a bus. Stanley's a black character in the office and he's bitching that they're having to go on this trip. And then Michael's like, "Well, Stanley, if you don't like it, you can go to the back of the bus." And Stanley's like, <laughs> "Stanley's like, excuse me." And Michael's like, "Or you can go to the front of the bus, or you can drive the bus. It doesn't matter." God, I love the so office. I, I think that's all. I, I do too, man. Oh, uh, they're bringing that back. Oh yeah, we, talk we didn't actually talk week? about that. Well, well. Anyway, uh, back to Finn. I think it's bad that they're they're moving him. He feels like a secondary character. And see, he, well. And it's because they the br- thing- they took him out of the main. Yeah, like none of that happened in the original. Like none of them go on their own. Like, uh huh. Separate adventure. And I-, I mean, Han leaves and then immediately <coughs> comes back, but but you don't see where he goes. Like, well, I mean, uh, you're talking about in the original trilogy, right? Luke, yeah, Luke like definitely none of, none goes of on the- his own adventure in um, Empire. Yeah, but so does Rey. But she doesn't feel like a back character. Finn's Finn's storyline in The Last Jedi feels like a secondary track. Like it feels like a yeah. It, it didn't the feel thing important. Is, it, it does in the end, technically it didn't converge, matter. and Spoiler. it was technically useful and necessary in the end. But 
Was it? I mean, they they. We're we're getting into serious spoilers. Yeah. We're, yeah. Okay. Well, let's stop talking about it. We'll move on. Because uh, we did that last year. I mean, last couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know, same difference. <laughs> 2016, December 17th. God. Same difference. Um, that, that joke that we're all going to be hearing, see you next year. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I'm so glad I don't have to go to work until the second. <laughs> but I'm going to bars tonight, so I'm probably going to hear it a lot anyway. Oh, I should bring my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Good idea. <laughs> be like, hey, ladies. You want to watch me play Doom? <laughs> no. We'll see you next year. R.I.P. Filthy Frank. Oh yeah, uh, Filthy Frank yeah. retired. That that's some that's some news. Or the character uh, well, has he been didn't, retired. Yeah, uh, Joji has come out and said that he's he's done doing comedy comedic videos. Um, he cited neurological damage and uh, throat damage, which I get throat. Damage I get throat damage. I think. Good lord. I think the neurological thing is, you know. Maybe I, I don't know if that has to do with playing Filthy Frank. Maybe uh, he he kind of had some issues beforehand, and this is why he has to stop. Uh, but maybe. But, but he said he wasn't going to go into detail, so I'm you know I can't really assume anything. But I I think the the biggest nail in the coffin, the biggest the thing that gives it so much finality is where he says I don't enjoy doing it, where it's like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you I'm, don't have, I'm you fine don't have with to keep it. doing like, it. <laughs> we got a pink album. We got plenty of stuff. We got an actual book. I mean, yeah. I, I want like I want there to be. What's unfortunate is that he didn't get to end anything. Like, there's no ending. Which I guess it's not super necessary for this character, but there was a series called Lore where it was like an official canon with this character yeah. in this in this like universe. So. I don't know. I mean, I mean, once again, most yeah. of it is is satirical, and it's for lack of a better word, it's it's shit posting. But um, and he and his actual music is really good. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm just glad he's still creating and still he's uh, been on tour in uh, Asia with Rich Chiga. Yeah. Um, I mean, like we said, it's just Filthy Frank, the character that has been retired. It's not Joji who is retired. So yeah. Yeah, Joji didn't retire. Just he's he's. I wonder if he'll do anything on that channel. Uh, I mean, I guess not. Probably not. Probably not. It's it's gonna become. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing with um, YouTube channels that people stop releasing content on. It's kind of like where does that, you know, where, where does that leave it? And like, is anyone gonna be able to find it eventually? Because if you don't release a video on YouTube, YouTube won't won't let anyone know you exist. If you're not, YouTube won't let anyone know you exist if you release daily, yeah. which we do. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, we love you, 77 subscribers, including me and Jan. And me. <laughs> Our personal accounts and Tim. So it's, 74 it's, subscribers. Yeah, it's 74 We're still subscribers. counting 100. As soon as the number says 100, that's all we count. Well, um, I mean, I, ca I count the people now, most definitely. I definitely no, didn't yeah, expect we were going to no, get I'm 77. Saying, I remember uh, the, the first, the first uh, dude wrong button me and Jan did with the master chief collection i was like man it would be nuts if we got anywhere near 100 he's <laughs> like i can't imagine that there's that many people who would want to listen to this yeah seriously i think i think doing the podcast and the hour ones and stuff has helped though yeah definitely spread us out uh oh by the way i like getting gonna, spread and i'll plug that at the end um i guess that's it jesus that was a yeah that's an extreme it was an extreme joke for this podcast <laughs> wait what was it <laughs> 
what you just said. What? What? Like, <laughs> you're like, I like getting spread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but okay. I'm so used to you saying I, stuff like that I that just I was stupid. just like, <laughs> I know, but I'm just so used to you saying stuff like that that I didn't think about it. And then I was like, yeah. And then I was like looking over and I, I kind of remembered what we were doing and I was like, okay. We have okay. to, we have to Sorry, censor I that broke part your immersion. a little. <laughs> to censor that part a little for the uh i mean we'll promote it we're not gonna get monetized it's fine yeah no um just talking okay so you know you what do you... i bet you get demonetized just for saying the word bomb it's like being on an airplane we said disney thinks the solo movie's gonna bomb it's like ah demonetized can't say bomb it probably is if there's probably i wish i mean i get that they can't get people to do it like i get it has to be a bot because there's like thousands of uploads like every single day yeah like i understand that but like you gotta figure out like there has to be like a median like you, you know like a I, I think it has to be an innocent till proven guilty situation like just just wait wait for someone to report it someone will report it you yeah the thing is, is they're the like they're like oh you can like you know fight it or whatever or like put in a claim but it's like yeah but then it's just gonna be another bot maybe like a yeah. slightly more sophisticated bot but it's still a bot mm-hmm. I miss the human connection <laughs> yeah I mean, that's long um, gone. We're never getting that again. No, no way. Um, anyway. We want to do Jan's question and then um, the awards? or I don't know. I feel uh, like that would make more sense. Uh, see, the thing is... Oh, I'll, I'll explain. Um, this is the, the thing we started with uh, me and Tavis' episode where the host who is absent will leave a question for the hosts who are here to kind of uh, debate... Or, or just discuss or whatever. And if um, after we're done discussing it, we rate the question and the person who asked the question is awarded points. And uh, after we each ask two questions, we tally up the points and whoever wins gets to be right about something in the podcast official canon from now on. And um, as an example, I, I would have to be like, or I, I could say something like um, uh, M- Mad Max. Mad Max was a phenomenal game. Uh, regardless of any criticisms anyone has, it's a fantastic game. Way better than any Fallout game. So, uh, yeah, I could do something like that, and then everyone has to just agree with it. And that's kind of the joke. And if it's a crappy question, we just roast the person who asked it. So, good good times for all. Yeah, I'm done with that. So, <clears throat> I liked his question last week, though, honestly. I think I think questions like that are good because they give, like... Yeah, but the thing is, there's no challenge in that. It's like, well, of course that's something to talk about. The challenge is to ask a yes or no question that will spark debate. Okay. Uh, Do you want to go into his question? Yeah, all right. All right, here we go. Uh, Switch has been announced to be able to run homebrew by hackers. Will you have your Switch and risk messing... Will you have your Switch and risk messing it up to play other stuff on it? No. What is he asking exactly? Will you have your would, Switch? Would, would, you, would you homebrew... Oh, would, would I hack, hack my switch? switch? Yeah. And miss risk like messing it up for like good. Uh, eight years from now, yeah. To play stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe like a decade. Because uh, n- <laughs> n- n- Nintendo <laughs> like, is give very... Me time. Yeah, Nintendo is very much... As soon as you... Uh, homebrew something. Every update they have for the system after that, they'll they'll either try to brick it, or they'll try to um, 
or they just won't let you update the console from then on. So the best thing to do is wait until like, the console is dead. It doesn't have any more updates coming out for it. Like, yeah, hack your Wii. Hack your, uh, your Wii U. Absolutely. Just run rampant. Hack them like crazy. But um, wh- while it's still being supported, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to bother with it. I'm not going to touch it. Nah, I wouldn't either. Unless, because... unless I was given a second Switch. But if I'm given a second Switch, I'm giving it to someone so I can play games online with them. That's how my brain works. It's like a second copy. You mean an ally. Well, in my opinion, I don't know. I've never messed with like homebrew stuff. Like even I bought a Wii that, well, I shouldn't say this. Oh, well, I bought a Wii that had like some, that was like hacked and had like a ton of games, but most of the games were like, didn't run well. Yeah. And like, I just, it wasn't worth, like if I had it, I would never, it's not something I would spend the time to do. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, a good question. Yeah, no, it is a good question because I think there's a lot of people who absolutely will. There was um, people I knew who, like, as soon as the 3DS got cracked, it was like 3DS piracy just exploded. And I actually knew two people. I'm not going to name them, of course, but knew, knew, knew two people kind of close David, to me. David, Wesley. No, I don't know. It wasn't either of them, actually. Either one of those. But, um, <laughs> they immediately started going for, like, the uh, just, like, downloaded ROMs and stuff, playing new games on the 3DS, and um, doing stuff. Like, forcing the 3DS to do stuff it wasn't technically supported to do. Like, um, and stuff like that happened for the Wii, where it was like people were adding DVD player support, which I think is an amazing thing to have to hack into it. It's like, if it can do it, Nintendo should just be putting it on there. But, uh, especially that. I mean, that's like, yeah. And I, I, D- I don't it's, know DV- this. it's been out for so long. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. And the Wii U didn't support any uh, video oh, playback. Seriously? Yeah, no, seriously, not, n- nothing like that. I think there's some kind of there's there's some kind of worry. It that, must not be popular. It must not be popular in Japan. Like well, buying no, DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, no, bu- it, buying buying that stuff isn't popular in Japan. That, so they probably just don't bother. Yeah, because they don't care about it. They don't really care about America. I'm not, I'm not saying Nintendo doesn't care about America. I'm saying <laughs> Nintendo that they, wants to they, destroy America. You heard it here first. Well, they haven't been like. Uh, they haven't been. They're not Sony. So, they haven't so, been super successful in America. Like other than when, like in the nineties, they were like super successful at the game. And other than the well. Wii and the Switch, which were immensely successful in America. Yeah, like the Wii U didn't do well. So there, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> it's really it. just the it, Wii U that like, didn't do well. <laughs> it'd be like us targeting like an audience in like Argentina that yeah. like just doesn't. They don't speak English. Most people don't speak English. So why? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not going to tailor our our content for the ten people in Argentina that may listen to us. Well, I mean, that's an exaggeration. Obviously, it's but. also a kind of thing where Nintendo is in an international market. But they are they're so they're focused inward so much, and Japan is such a tiny sliver of that international market. I mean, that that being said, that is where a lot of their, you know, their a lot of their management and creative stuff comes from their Japanese studios. So, I, I mean, I can understand they're like, well, we understand Japanese markets, so that's what we're going to target. But when when they're on, they're on. And I feel like 
when they're at they're at their most successful when they are doing the Sony thing and appealing to an international market. Like uh yeah. Breath of the Wild is an extremely westernized game. Like heavily influenced by The Witcher and uh like Far Cry and stuff like that. Uh for the worst. Huh? In my opinion. I said for the worst in my opinion. Well, spoiler for our for our awards later. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is not going to be my game of the year. <laughs> Unlike every single major outlet is, is picking Breath it, of the Wild. It, uh, I'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, well, let's see another example. This isn't international at all. It's a terrible example. Metroid Prime was a huge success in the West and only a success in the West because it was such huh. a very... I mean, it was developed by an American studio. They were uh, Retro Studios oh. is based in Texas. And uh, boy, they knocked it out of the park over here. But that's the thing. The American market is so much bigger than the Japanese market. American market is the biggest market for gaming. Uh, At least for people that are going to buy a full price game. Unlike China, where it's mostly free to play. And Russia, where it's it's all pirated. (laughs) But, um, you know, Russian pirates, the, the popular stereotype. Well, Pirates of Russia. I, I mean, in games. I know. I was, obviously, I was, it's almost like I was making a joke, Tim. I know, but I'm thinking of Russian pirates. It's, it's a funny image. I like it. Uh, like sailing the seas of of snow. That's a dude. That's a good idea. Yeah, I know. Hey, we need to remember hey, this that. is a cool idea. <laughs> we need to write that yeah, down. Yeah, it is a cool. Okay, we, we need to. Anyway, how anyway. far in this podcast are we? Um, Everyone stopped listening when I said Breath of the Wild wasn't my game of the year. So <laughs> yeah, they all dislike clicked out. I've noticed we're getting more dislikes. Dislike, unsubscribe. We're getting more dislikes uh, more often. So that's a good, good sign because when you dislike the video, that tells me they listened far enough and got involved enough to get pissed off. So, hey, that's a good sign. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for disliking our videos. Please dislike, unsubscribe. Please hit dislike. If you like this video, hit dislike. Don't unsubscribe. Don't do that part. Um, Smash anyway. that MF and dislike button. For for Jan's question, uh, nah, I'm, I'm not going to risk uh, hacking oh, yeah, the Switch we until about. long after the fact. Um, yeah, I wouldn't... It's different... Yeah, no, it's not worth it, especially with the Switch, because the Switch is already kind of buggy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I want to introduce any more kind of uh, instability to that. Now, if they released like a like a a Switch U or like a Switch, a Switch X, Pro, like, yeah, something like that. And I and oh, I no, bought wait, that, then yeah, Dallas, I would hack the old the one. new Switch. Oh God, they're terrible at naming stuff. <laughs> they are. They're just as bad. They're just as, as, as bad as Microsoft. Microsoft. But um, but Microsoft markets better. Microsoft is like yeah they do. No, this is com- this is like just an upgrade, or this is a completely new console. You know, like whereas no one knew what wait, the is, Wii U was. Not even the people Xbox who knew one, what the Wii U was knew what the Wii U was. Is the Xbox One a remaster of the original Xbox? Dude, console remasters, <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Perf- uh, Actually, we kind of Sega well, does that all the time. Sega, Sega's been they're, Sega's still re-releasing the original Sega Genesis. Like they're still doing that. That's what I was gonna say. They're doing that with like the SNES, Mini SNES. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Mini. Uh, hey, Sega. Mini NES. When's the Dreamcast HD? We're all waiting for it. I'm gonna tell you something right now. More than 20 homebrew indie titles were released for the Dreamcast this year. 
2017. Still getting new Dreamcast games. Welcome to the official Dreamcast Jerkoff podcast. <laughs> I think I established that in episode one. As soon as you mentioned Dreamcast and you said, let me tell you something right now, I was expecting to stun a Stalin-esque rant. <laughs> I was thinking... the Dreamcast and taking down... <laughs> I, was, I think that that kind of intro would be kind of like a wrestling promo or something. But I like the idea that you see me as this militant about the Dreamcast. I look like... I look like Stalin with a Sega logo on his hat. If I ever saw you marching an army towards my house, I would immediately assume I said something negative about the Dreamcast <laughs> that you couldn't forgive. <laughs> to the gulag. <clears throat> but yeah. Tim, what are you doing with all those fat 30-year-old men behind you? <laughs> they're, they're, they're the only... They're the Dreamcast forum guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, so okay. For, to Tim. rate Jan's question... Oh. I think it's a decent negative. question. I think we both immediately no. agreed on it. How many do we give points to? How, how many? How does a point system work? I was going with like bronze, silver, gold. Yeah, but how many points are those worth? Um, I was thinking it would be kind of a... 10-8-5? Uh, yeah, ten eight five works. So... Okay. I'd give it a... I'll give it a silver. Yeah, I'll give that a silver too. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty Who's good, Jan. keeping Jan? up with the points? So that's, that's 16 points for Jan. Yep. Jan's got sixteen. Okay. Maybe we should do. Maybe we should do zero five ten. Zero five ten. Just That's so the gold is a little more with. valuable than the silver. Yeah. Okay. So the, like you really have to earn like a gold, and you really have to earn a bronze. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to earn. You have to be dumb. How about one five ten? Because bronze is still an award, and then we should still okay. keep the possibility open for a zero. <laughs> Like yeah, no we should metal. have uh, tin foil, no aluminum, bronze, <laughs> Pr- silver, and gold. Participant metal, and aluminum is negative one points. <laughs> <laughs> it's microwaved aluminum. <clears throat> it's my. It's aluminum that you can chew. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever chewed aluminum? I have actually. Uh, don't. <laughs> it hurts. It does. Gonna, okay, so before we jump into this. Uh, our game show awards. I'm going to go make some more coffee. I've got a Keurig oh. for Christmas, so it's super fast. Oh, nice. However, you can also, only make one at a time. Yeah, but I normally only drink like two in the morning. Oh, uh, okay. And like, and I, I mean, it, it's probably more pricey, but it's better for me than having to make an entire <laughs> pot of coffee. Yeah, for one person, yeah. It's, it's yeah. better. Um, I mean. I don't drink coffee. I'm a sleepy boy. You should be on the sleepy cast. I'll be right back. Oh, I wish. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, me too. So before we jump into this award show, I just saw a video of Vern Troyer in a mini Tesla. What? A mini Tesla? I didn't know that was a thing. No, it's like a toy Tesla. Toy Tesla for like Vern Troyer. Mini me. Oh, so he, he got... He got it was like made for him. Yeah. That's pretty sick to have a custom Dude, Tesla made for you. Hilarious. Dude, that like, that's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. You need to share that picture so I can put it in the uh, in the video. I wish Vern Troyer was in more stuff. Me too. I wish they out. You know, I would welcome an Austin Powers movie. I Me would, too. I would. I would be very happy, even though Mike Myers has done nothing good. 
in a long time. I like. Wait, I'd like to see him do a kind of parody the new Bond films, kind of make fun of how gritty they've become. Dude, he looks really old. Who, Vern Troyer? Mike Myers. I shouldn't have looked him up. This was such a bad idea. Ah, uh, it's making you sad now. Oh wait, Austin Powers Four uh, announced. Really? When? When did that happen? Uh, it just says. Well, he's rumored to be in it. Okay. What was the last thing he was in? Uh, Shrek Forever Inglourious After. Glorious Bastards. Yeah, as a yeah, as a cameo, basically. Or as being live, it, yeah, him. He was in something called The Gong Show. Hmm. Oh, he's a, he's a host. He's hosting a game show. What? That doesn't look real though. It's him as a, I don't know. This looks made up. An updated an updated version of the <clears throat> 1970s game show that allowed people with all different types of talents compete before. A, oh, they compete before a panel of celebrity judges. Oh, it's one of those. It's X Factor. And it like it like the celebrity jo- the celebrities <laughs> like change each show each week. Oh, okay. That's interesting. He's it was like X Factor minus continuity. No, it is him. He's playing a character, Tommy. Tommy Maitland, he plays the character. He's like makeup and stuff. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. He's in something called Terminal. This movie follows two assassins with a sinister mission. A fatally ill teacher, an enigmatic janitor, and a waitress with a double life. Murderous consequences unravel as their lives lives meet at the hands of a criminal mastermind wanting revenge. Gotta watch that. Margot Margot Robbie, uh, Simon Pegg, Mike Myers. Dude, I need to see this. I'll see you at Spy. By, oh, oh, it's by the guy who wrote... No, he was Miscellaneous Crew on Sherlock Holmes. Miscellaneous Crew. Pretty good. It's a pretty oh, he's, intimidating he's been, name. He's been second and assisting director on a bunch of stuff. Okay, so he's not just sitting <clears throat> at home being miserable or anything. No, it looks like he's a stunt director, too. Oh, cool. So, probably pretty good. All right, Mike Myers. It's, a, it's a Mike Myers. Go, Mike. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to kind of do a best and worst of 2017. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, this is like This what I've been games, looking forward to. Video games and uh, TV shows, movies. I was going to throw, throw in some comic stuff, but you don't really watch comics. You know, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, watch comics. You don't really read comics. You good? Yeah, I can cut me out doing that. I don't want anyone to hear that grossness. Oh. I've been feeling a little under the weather. I blame you for it. You gave it to me uh, electronically. I, I got your. I was gonna I got say you weren't around me when I was sick. Uh, down with the sickness. <clears throat> Disturbed reference. How about that? <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so we're gonna do a best and worst of. Uh, it kind of each category is best and worst. So we'll do best first. Uh, best game company of the year. So I, don't, I don't really have a best. See, we kind of talked about this beforehand. See, uh, most improved. I have most improved, and uh, I want to see if I want to see if if you knew what I was going to say. Is it Ubisoft? Ubisoft is the be- is the most improved. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just because I mean I, I was putting Ubisoft like early 2017. I was putting them below EA for a lot of stuff. Really? Yeah. Just because, well, because EA hadn't done Battlefront 2 yet. That oh, EA okay. had announced Battlefront 2 and had announced that it was going to have completely free maps and they were going back to a class-based system and it was going to have like more customization. And I was like, oh my gosh, that they were going to have way more maps. And it was like, dude, EA learned. 
from a previous yeah, game. They're yeah. going to make a great sequel. And then Battlefront 2 happened, and it's like, oh. And then I was so all over them all year that I forgot that I was excited for Battlefront 2. Yeah, and, and then you look at, like, Assassin's Creed fool. Origins and um, how much Siege has improved and how much, like, games, GameSpot wrote a big article about how like siege is one of the greatest comebacks in video game industry history yeah just because absolutely. like not not just in uh like sales but in like the community and public perception of the game <clears throat> just did like it was more than a 180 it, it was like it, it's it's like gonna be in the official canon for for competitive games from from now on and it didn't start that way at all yeah no it's it's got about it's at about ninety five thousand uh players per day yeah started and it started at about eight thousand and this is its second year and it's like that yeah and this it's second december i love it i mean it, it's one of the best games i've ever played yeah and, and ubisoft it's, is trying to go back and fix the division they're they're actually yeah. bothering it's like i i really respect it when people bother to fix a busted game that's not going to make them any more money because then you're you're creating you know goodwill from your customers it's like yeah sorry this product disappointed you let us try and fix it a little that's why i'm i'm still glad they're trying to fix mcc even though that is one of the funniest sagas in all of game development I'm still. Oh yeah. I unironically feel nice that they're trying to do that. It's like you, you guys, you're being you being good guys trying trying to yeah, do that. Yeah, people for are us. like people are like, oh, it's too late, and yeah, I mean it is, but at least they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, and some people still care. Back on the topic of Ubisoft, I think they're going to continue to impress in 2018 because they delayed all of their games right around the time the yeah. loot box controversy was happening. So I'm guess I'm guessing. All of the games were going to have them in some degree, and they're just kind of they're backing out of all of that, and that yeah. means their games are going to be better for it. Far Cry Five got delayed. I, if Far Cry Five doesn't have any BS, all of the footage I see of that game, it makes me more excited for it. Yeah, I really like it too. Um, which I love the Far Cry games, which is a, a, a different opinion. Yeah, than you. Uh, well, I think my problem with the Far Cry games. See, I used to think I had big problems. Until 2017 happened. Um, it was like, my biggest issue with the Far Cry games was they're kind of, you know, they're formulaic. And, and I, I, I got tired of the formula. But then, you know, Battlefront 2 and Destiny 2 happened. And it's like, okay, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> I'll yeah. take formula um, over corruption. They, they still do the... Uh... They still like do their deluxe editions and their gold editions and stuff, but I've just yeah. kind of accepted that's just that's not going away, and that yeah. it could be worse. Like I used to think those were the worst things in the world. Now I'm just like, no, that's not that bad. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets much worse. Um, so Ubisoft got most improved. Congratulations, Ubisoft. We'll send you your award in the in the mail. <laughs> um, Looking forward to 2018, Ubisoft. Don't let us down. Yeah, please God, I can't, I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm probably gonna get Assassin's Creed Origins on the um, in that winter. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward it, to uh, what, what's it, um, the 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 ship game they're making that's kind of based off of the Assassin's Creed skulls and skull and bones, skulls and bones. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that. It looks great. That also got delayed, and. Um, I hope I hope it was to make it not scummy. 
and just just make a good game, guys. Yeah, I'm excited I do for your games. I, I really make hope. I really, really hope that they're not gonna be bad. Yeah, <laughs> like I hope they don't. I mean, I really hope they didn't delay them just to delay let the loot box controversy die down. Like what? What is likely happening with? Now you know what I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that for a later category. Oh, okay. Um. So best worst company. Uh. I have some. I have some. Some. Some nominees for you. Uh huh. All right. Uh. I went all in on this. Jan just shared the best meme. I have to see I'm, it. I'm pretty sure. I've, I don't know if I've seen it, but it involves Ben Swallow. <laughs> um. I normally mute. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute the. I'm gonna I, share I gotta that. mute the notifications. Okay. I gotta mute the notifications. Okay. Um. I normally do, and then I guess I forgot that time. That's normally why I mute them because the memes just go haywire. Yeah. Um, they worst flow. gaming company of the year nominees: uh, Konami for just existing. <laughs> yeah, for just existing, EA. not doing anything worthwhile. EA for uh, obvious reasons. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Well, I guess we'll we'll talk about the reasons when if we choose that company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Activision Blizzard for obvious um, reasons. Bethesda. Okay, I like Warner. I like that I like that option being there. That's nice. Yeah, and Warner Brothers. Whew, man, what a this year! This is game eh? company. It, game company. So we're not counting any of the movie stuff. We're just yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah, we're not talking about um, Warner Brothers uh, movie studios. But man, what a, what a year! What a saga we've gone through. I've I've honestly got to say. For me, it comes down to – I almost want to say Bethesda just because of Wolfenstein 2. But <laughs> I, I want to I, – I like how Bethesda's there just because they released Skyrim again. <laughs> and yeah, well, everything that, they do is funny to me. Like Creation Club happened, which is basically paid mods. And they're saying, it's not paid mods, guys. And they're like, guys, it's paid mods. You got to admit yeah, you have they, a problem. <laughs> they refuse to admit it. So I kind of want to go – you know, WB – See, but WB they ruined the can't one be game. picked because Shadow of War is objectively not as bad as Destiny 2 and Battlefront 2 in the ways that it's scummy. Like, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is like, and they, 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 if they had <clears throat> continued to profit off cancer, <laughs> I, I would say WB. Yeah, but they were like, they they backtracked on that. That would have I been think, their honestly, nose hair in the lead. It's obviously between EA and Activision. Mm-hmm. I put Konami just because you know. Right. That, that thing that, we that, will get demonetized for deep. saying. That hashtag. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so EA definitely screwed up with Battlefront 2, and they mm-hmm. definitely said some really dumb things <laughs> continuously over mm-hmm. and over. But Activision has screwed up probably just as bad with Destiny 2. And they've done it about five or six times. And they just keep being scummy about uh-huh. it. They just keep being like, like, no, that's not... No, I'm saying Activision, because World War II... Uh-huh. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two. You had your loot boxes on your beach. You have your disappointing DLC map or DLC pack. So they basically just that game just sucks. The gun balance is awful. The spawns are awful. Two, there was there's a the video. Terrible. There's a video yeah, I'll, I'll find the description that. for where it's um I'm gonna save you sixty bucks in like five seconds and it just shows a spawn from Call of Duty World War Two, which I have I have not seen a spawn that bad since this game called. I think Shadow Ops on the original Xbox, and it was like a budget title, and there was like a reason that it was so bad. I think I remember that game, Shadow Ops. But um, yeah, World War Two sucked, and no, that's a book. 
Oh, okay. Well, then I'll have to find the game. Oh, wait, no. Shadow Ops Red Mercury. Yeah, yeah, Red Mercury. That was the one. It, it, it split screen had really bad spawns. And that was, like, because it was a no-budget afterthought game. And, uh, yeah, it, lo- it looks like it. Yeah. World War Two is somehow that bad, uh, despite all the money behind it. But, yeah, I didn't get to talk about this. I wanted to talk about it in the Christmas episode, but their DLC is offering less content than ever for their season pass, and it's still just as expensive. And it's just... The game already released with less with less content than Infinite Warfare, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 2, Advanced Warfare. Well, almost um, any of them, yeah. Le- way less content than Modern Warfare 3. I don't know if you remember, Modern Warfare 3's DLC, they were just throwing stuff at people. It, I didn't like I didn't like Modern Warfare. I liked their 2v2 and their 3v3. That was the best thing that came out of Modern yeah, Warfare. Yeah, and and, and they came out with a ton of maps for that too. See, when they got into their kind of specific structure where they're like this is how we're going to do DLC now, which is going to be Four map packs. You're gonna have four new multiplayer maps. Uh, one of them might be a remake, but will change enough. Or, or the game itself being placed in that remake of a map that changes it enough to make it feel new. And we're gonna have a zombie map. <coughs> and the way World War Two is doing it is, if you have a remake in a World War Two game that is from another game that was also boots on the ground and had that similar gameplay. It's not new at all. And it even looks similar to the map from Modern Warfare 3 that this is based off of. It was uh, Resistance. It, it's going to play the same. It, like, in Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare, if you remade a map, the map is, is completely different. The, the flow is completely oh, different because you can just hop on top of a building now. You can wall run and stuff like that. Like, Terminal in Infinite Warfare didn't play a thing like Terminal in Modern Warfare 2 just because of the movement system. So it it, it felt yeah. newer. Um, but Mo- World War II, its map packs, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to have four. They haven't said yet. But the game launched with fewer maps than most Call of Duties launch with to begin with. Uh, and then one uh, now they're only giving you three new maps. One of them is a remake that doesn't add anything to the original. So you're getting two new multiplayer maps. You're getting a and zombies a map, and the zombies map looks bland, just like the original one, the one packaged with the game was. Like, its gimmick is there's fog. And it it looks like... Oh, it's man, like, that's a good gimmick, though. Man, I do love me some fog. John Carpenter's The Fog. I know, I do like fog, too, but... The Fog remake. I think it... Was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Zombies maps have to i don't know you have to release more than one gimmick at this point like every map almost has to feel like a different game yeah at this point. i agree but i wish they would they, they should just split the game up let you buy campaign multiplayer yeah zombie and, and if not the game they should let you buy the dlc a la carte like that like yeah, they should let I you agree. buy okay here's the multiplayer maps here's the war map which the war map you can only play that in war mode and I think it's someone did a comparison between the map size of World at War and the war mode maps in World War Two, and the war mode maps are only as big as like most of the medium maps in World at War. That's interesting. And I like war mode. That's that's one of the good things that came out of it. I, guess. I, I didn't care for war mode, and it's just because. Well, I don't care for that style of 
shooting game anyway, or that that yeah. kind of mode, uh, which could it would be fine if I, if I could just ignore it, like if it was just you know here here's a mode that I'm not gonna play that often, but now because you have mo you have maps that only work in certain modes, if I'm getting the DLC, I'm getting one map that I'm never gonna see. I'm, I'm never gonna want to play because I'm not gonna want to play that mode because I don't care for the mode. It'd be like if you have, here's your maps for team deathmatch, here's your maps for domination. And if you don't ever care about domination, if you're one of the people that just plays team deathmatch, you don't wanna, Dallas is raising his hand, you're not gonna wanna buy a- I'm the only one that plays team deathmatch. <laughs> or not the only one, I only play team deathmatch. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to want to buy a $15 map pack that gives you one or two new maps and then the other maps can only be played in other modes. And see, Halo 5 did this where you've got Warzone and you've got big team battle maps and you've got arena maps, but that was all free, so who can who can yeah. complain? And also, so many maps were just getting dumped into Halo 5 by the end of it, all for free. So you have to make up for that uh that no split screen. Uh huh. Yeah, you have to win people back. But so I'm saying this would be completely different if it was free. Obviously, like I, w- I wouldn't care about this. In fact, I wouldn't care if they came out with fewer maps in a year if they were just free. But if they're going to cost an extra fifty bucks for the season pass and sixty bucks altogether if you buy all of the map packs, then yeah, man, it's it's gotta be worth it. And it was kind of worth it when it was like. Here's four new multiplayer maps. Here's a zombie map. Like, that was fine, and people were used to that. But once you start pulling back on it, they already pulled back too much with the original launch. They needed they needed to impress, and they have not impressed. Yeah. So, so let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this. Spoilers. Before, before, before you... Before I decide between Activision and EA. Before you decide Activision. Because you, you almost said Activision. Yeah? <laughs> EA closed down Visceral. That's true. Ooh, yeah, that was a big one. <clears throat> yeah, this is tough. I think and I feel like the po- they, the popular answer they, is definitely to say EA is being the worst. I, I think it's Activision. <clears throat> but I even even closing down Visceral, even Visceral came out and was like, yeah, that game wasn't like going nowhere. Like, yeah, they were like it 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 wasn't going that well. Mm-hmm. So they're scummy for shutting down Visceral. They did it to buy respawn. Yeah, which which, which is I'm going sad to lead about. to negative. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, maybe not because of, and they did roll. They did come back and be like, "No, we'll take these loot boxes out." But they only did it because yeah, because of the outrage. they got slammed. Yeah, <laughs> but Activision <clears throat> has been actively hiding, you know, ex- experience throttling. They've been they based an entire event around loot boxes. Like, uh huh, and. You know what blows my mind, and this is this is worse than anything EA did with Battlefront Two. A- Activision, Destiny Two, Bungie—they have done one of the single worst things I've ever seen anyone do, and it was to not only remove content from the base game once the DLC comes out, like taking it out of the base game and putting it in the DLC. But oh, yeah. you okay? So you buy the DLC, right? Most of the content that was in that expansion that you had to buy you then had to still get out of a loot box. Like... I didn't know that. Yeah, the the Bright Ingram thing that they do. It's oh, like, yeah. we added... This expansion adds a bunch of items to the Eververse, which is a random reward system that 
is ex- it's extremely slow and piecemeal in its rewards. So it's like buy this expansion so we can pressure you into buying more stuff. Especially when it's a game about grinding for loot. I'm absolutely okay with grinding for loot. I like that. Yeah, that's a I genre like that style of game at this point. because it's like Diablo. Like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. But when you Plenty make a game based that, around which is fine. It's just a preference yeah, though. When you make a game based around grinding for loot and then you just put your loot in random boxes like Mm-hmm. That, that can be that you don't know what's going to come out of them. Yeah, like if there's a difference in grinding to the end of a dungeon, yeah, and getting rewarded, there's a diff. But and then just being like, oh, let me just buy this, and then the way they 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 rolled back their shaders. Yeah, made the I shaders know, one time use, and then um, like worse. I love how every time they're like, we fixed this, it's better now, and then people go check it, like they go check the actual internals, and it's like, no. uh, you you didn't. You like what was it? They they halved the cost or they they halved the uh, um, amount. Oh no! Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Though the way they were doing the level up system in the end game was oh, that they were yeah, yeah, yeah. they were throttling your experience points to where you didn't level up as quickly. And they're like, "Oh, you're right. That was an accident." And I like how they said that was like five or six times. They're saying, "Oh, we didn't mean to do that." It's like, man, y'all don't mean to do a lot. Are you incompetent? Yeah, and, then, and then they like doubled. God. Yeah. They they took away the XP the XP throttling and then they doubled the amount of XP you had to earn. It's like this is this is hardly better. But before we choose, let me hit you with this. All right. Activision did give us the insane trilogy. That's true, but I, I feel like it nah, was... No, I still like Activision's the worst, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking two out of three two out of three of their games were horrible. That they released this year. I, I feel like I'm it's crazy that they only released that many. I love that. I'm, I'm going to link this too. There's a, uh, a video by this guy named Tarmac on um, on, oh, on YouTube. And it debunks the whole we need loot boxes to pay for the extra development cost thing. It's like, no, nah, it's it's just not true. Like, it's just a lie. Yeah, no, There's, not at all. Because they make so much money off of yeah, it that it's like... They're making so much, that much more money. than they ever have before, and their the game budgets are shrinking with every year, and they're releasing fewer games. So, like, I, I think it was, uh, it was 2012 or something, Activision released, like, 10 games, all with higher budgets than any of the three games they released this year. Yeah, they released... And they're making yeah. so much more money just because of the loot boxes. So it's like... Nah, that that argument is just it's just untrue. So EA also released uh, UFC three and Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I like how Mass Effect Andromeda is probably the best of all of those because it didn't have all of the sleazy stuff. <laughs> it, well, the thing is, is yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda is just a bad game. It's yeah. not a good game with a bunch of sleazy stuff. That and ruin it, it, yeah. It's, it's just a bad game. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's just not... Boy, I can really appreciate just a good old-fashioned bad game. That, yeah, that's why I'm it, like, it, that's why I can't really hold Wolfenstein 2 or like, you know... Most of the stuff that Bethesda did that was bad, I can't really hold against them because most of it wasn't sleazy. Save for Creation Club, but the Creation Club thing is like, Bethesda, just, just stop. Like, people can just yeah, get the even, free ones even, anyway. Even Creation Club is not yeah. that sleazy because of that. They didn't block mods. Exactly. They, just, they did it first. <laughs> but, no, okay, so worst game of the company of the year, I'm going to give to Activision. Yep, same. Congratulations, EA. Yeah. 
Second worst company of the year. <laughs> Not quite as bad as you could have been, by comparison. <laughs> okay, we're going to do... Um, I didn't really know how to divide the best and worst games of the year. Like, I was going to do... Once we get to movies, there will be genres and stuff. But oh, okay. with games, it was kind of like... Most games kind of fall into like a singular... Not a singular, but there's like, you know, three or four big genres in gaming mm-hmm. that you could like... <clears throat> And also didn't get a chance to play that many games this year. So so now the, the this category, Tim, is best and worst. We'll do best. Best game that you didn't play this year. Best game that I didn't play. Um, Probably wait, wait. probably Nier Automata or Neo. Okay, I was going to say I have some I have some things. I'm going to say Nier Automata just because I want to play Nier Automata more. I didn't even say, I didn't even get my list out. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll withhold judgment until I hear all the options. We got Prey, the new one. Okay, yeah, I wanted to play that. Uh, Uncharted, the Lost. Li- I'm not. I'm also not counting games that I only played like ten minutes of because I, I did play the demo of Prey, but I'm not. Gonna okay, count that. yeah. Prey, Uncharted, the Lost Legacy, Agents of Mayhem, Sniper Elite Four, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, Hellblade, Shadow of War, Nera, uh the one you said, <laughs> Neo, Mario X Rabbids. Oh, how about best games that I'll never play? That's where that one yeah. goes. Yeah, no, best games that I didn't play. Probably near. They look good. Mm-hmm. It looked like a. It looked like. Oh wait, Horizon Zero Dawn released this year too. Oh yeah, okay. It's that's crazy that released this year. That game feels like it's been out for like two years. I know. It, it came out with a with a big old expansion that people are liking. Too bad I don't have a PS4. Same thing with near. I don't have a PS4. Uh... Uh, Nier is on the computer. I can play it. I keep forgetting about it. Oh, that. hey. Um, also, I've heard it, it was actually very well optimized for PC. Like, that was Platinum's first PC game since, I think, the original Bayonetta. That was actually really well optimized for PC. Oh, sweet. You know what? Nope. I changed my mind. Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead is the best game that I didn't play this year. you year. haven't played. Okay. I, can, I, I actually have played Cuphead, so... Yeah, I haven't played it like at all. So I'll say, that'll, I'll say that'll be mine. Cuphead. And Mario X Rabbids gets best game that I will never touch. Yeah, <laughs> because people I seem to I love it, it, but it's just not for me. I don't know. Like I, I thought it was just like XCOM, but they're like, no, it's like a lot better than XCOM. Like it's not even just like the same system. It's like a better improved. I was like, I don't guys, know. Mario X Rabbids is better than XCOM. You heard it here first. No, like that's like a popular opinion. Really. Yeah, like every time it's on Reddit, they're like, maybe I bought Mario X Rabbids, and people are always like, it's better. It's like XCOM, but funner, but more fun. Maybe I should play it. <laughs> I'm going to. I'll probably wait till it's like, well, it's never going to go on sale. I'll probably wait until someone just loses it and I find it. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll, I'll wait it until way. it's a. Maybe I'll, I'll see if it was a case of. It, it wasn't a case of, I just don't like the genre. It was a case of, no, XCOM just sucked. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't like XCOM. Um,. Worst game that you didn't play this year? Worst game that I didn't play this year? Probably Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. I was going to say Agents of Mayhem, just because it looks... <sighs> yeah, it looks so bland. It, it looks, looks so bland. nothing. It looks bad. But um, Mass Effect Andromeda actively fights the player just for playing it. So, probably Andromeda. Yeah. yeah. Also, when, once we get to, like, worst movie of 2017 and stuff, like, we're not going to count like low budget like Sharknado 5 yeah like, oh dude hey wait maybe the switch port of WWE 2K18 is actually the worst game that I haven't played this year because when you shared oh. that footage 
of that looked awful. It, it that's just poorly optimized, though. I don't know if that counts as. I I guess it it was running at like twenty frames per second. If that, like, yeah, it it was bad. And the camera, the camera didn't know what it was doing. Like it was really zoomed out, and it like to zoom in, it was taking forever. And by then, it needed to zoom out again. Yeah, but uh, I'll I'll say oh, what, what about uh, for worst. What about troll and I? That looked pretty bad. Troll and I was troll and I bad. I remember it had it looked bad. Had a surprising amount of uh, marketing. Probably had a big publisher behind it. I never. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll go with... Uh... <clears throat> what did I say I was going with? Something... I, uh... What did you go with? For you know, Mass Effect Andromeda? For worst game I didn't play, I went with Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll go Mass Effect, because I, I don't... It is probably... It is awful. It's yeah. the worst game. It's pretty legendary. I've never played. <laughs> it's, the, it's possibly the worst game of all time, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know about that. Um... But it's pretty bad. It looked pretty bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, I also didn't play Destiny, though. Ah, that probably wasn't the worst. Oh, wait, game. I'm going to change my answer. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Worst game I never played. <laughs> you haven't played it yet? I, 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 I played it as much as you let me play it. Oh. Fun fact, I, I got it for Aubrey for for, for Christmas. Because she really liked okay, the demo. So I still haven't played it, though. I thought you playing it. Also, that was a joke. I'm still picking Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm actually gonna choose. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna choose. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm not. I was gonna choose. Um, Go Wildlands. Oh, Recon, Ghost yeah, Recon, Ghost Wildlands. Recon, yeah. Because it just looks bad. Yeah, it looks really bland. But it does have the Predator in it. So, how bad Apparently can you be? That, uh... Oh, it does now. Yeah. No wait, one two switch. That's the worst game that I played oh. that I didn't play this year. Oh, you played that, it? I didn't. Oh, oh, that's didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's fair. That's a good one too. 50, 50 bucks for that game is outrageous. Yeah, it, it launched at sixty. It's uh, it's uh, unreal. No. Okay, so now we'll do uh, best game of twenty seventeen. Best that's game. not that's not a port of doom. <laughs> that's hard, man. <laughs> Ooh. I've got, some, I've got, I've got some, uh, some, some, uh, some Resident Evil Seven, <clears throat> Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Evil Within Two, uh, Little Nightmares, Injustice Two, mm. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. What's it called? Infinity? Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Tekken Seven, Sonic Forces, Metroid: Samus Returns, Horizon Zero Dawn. But I know you didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Best game that I've played that, that came out this year. It had to have come out this year. Yeah. So, or uh, if 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 it was allowed to be a port from a previous year, I would have picked Doom. But uh, I think the only game in that list that just consistently I have had a smile on my face the whole time I've played it, every time I played it, is Tekken Seven. So I'm going to say Tekken Seven. Ooh, interesting. Mine has been. Uh... <clears throat> oh wait, no, this is going to be a hard choice now. <laughs> I really want to say Evil Within 2, but I haven't beat it yet, so I feel like I'm only like six hours in, and it's like a 20-hour game, so I feel mm. like that's not a good sample. It's probably a good sample to like kind of judge whether you already like it or not, Yeah, but probably not. I'm going to go Super Mario Odyssey. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I keep playing it. so I think I need I, – see, I need to play more of Super Mario Odyssey before I know, and I am really enjoying it. 
Um, but well, just the more I played it, the the better I got at the mechanics. Yeah, and so the more I was able to explore and do like a ton of you know. And there's cool depth. Stuff. There's depth to the, to all the stuff you can do just with that simple yeah. capture mechanic and like the hat toss. It's it's pretty amazing how they added that to kind of the Super Mario sixty four formula. And there's just there's so much to that one thing that they added. But um, I'm curious if they'll abandon that in the next game. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an Odyssey two, like there was a Galaxy two. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Because I was I was gonna say Sunshine didn't get a sequel, but Galaxy got a sequel. So Sunshine also wasn't as popular as uh, any of the other uh, 3D Mario games. It was the least popular. As as great it as the, it is, I think it was the only one. It's the black sheep out of those that I would give an eight out of ten instead of a nine or a ten. Oh wait! Oh no, it didn't come out this year. Never mind. <clears throat> what are you thinking? Luigi's Mansion, Dark Moon. Oh yeah, but it didn't. There's no way it came out this year. I need to uh, play. It came, uh, it came out in 2013. Good lord! <laughs> Best game of 2017 came out four years ago. <laughs> I, I need to play Samus Returns. I have it now. I just haven't played it. But um, I'm gonna say Tekken Seven and just Tekken Seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say Mario Odyssey. That, that's kind of like a everyone's saying that but yeah it, it really is a, like it's a it it brought me back to like a child like wonder yeah like which with is with games now i play and i'm like oh i can see how, why they designed it like this uh-huh. like, i can see this is like yeah oh, that i just didn't even care no, i was just like real. i was gonna it, jump and do stuff it's a really good sign when like you're so you know <laughs> you're so in, in involved in like that that kind of like understanding and criticism of games. It's it's really amazing when something like Mario Odyssey, which does it. do this to me when I'm playing it. You're playing it and you're just like, man, how did they think? Of, I don't even care. I don't even care how they thought about yeah. that. This is just so amazing. It's got, I mean, it's got like the you can control the different things, and then they added like the little 2D, mm-hmm. like which they drew from a link between worlds. Obviously, that that yeah. was probably the inspiration there. But it's just so cool, and dude, the ending like I don't want to talk about it, but the <laughs> the ending is insane. Yeah, I, it's real cool. I, I'm probably and gonna speedrunners are having like a hell of a time with it. I'm probably gonna end up hundred percenting it after me and Tabitha complete the the first ending on that's on the that's show. That's daunting, huh? That's a daunting task. Well, I mean, I hundred percented the first two galaxy, or a hundred percent in Galaxy One and Galaxy Two, and almost hundred percent at sixty four, and now I can carry it with me. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do I'll it. I'll be able eventually. to do it, like, be easier on me. But um, the reason I, one of the reasons I picked Tekken Seven is just, I put the game in, I played arcade mode, and I was like, this is really good. This is all really good. I played the story mode, and it's like this is cheesy, but I'm having a great time. And yeah. the story mode has these uh, references to old, or it's not just references. You literally play scenes from old Tekken games, like leading up to it. And they add, like, a filter onto the, uh, I think it's the Tekken 4 or Tekken 5 intro. Like, it had that CG intro where it's uh, Katsuya and Heihachi in that burning building. And you get to play that scene. And they... Oh, that's tight. Yeah, and they make it look like it did. Like, they give it that kind of uh, early 2000s CGI filter on everything. God, man, it is so tight. And uh, I need to play it. I haven't even, I haven't even got to play it yet. Every every time I, I think, pick up a character, it's like this is this just feels really good, and 
I, I think it's a good it's a good thing how small the roster got after Tekken Tag Tournament 2 because with Tekken Tag Tournament 2, there were a lot of clones and there were a lot of characters where I would pick them up and it was like, this character feels like an afterthought. With Tekken 7, it's like every time I pick up a character, it's like, I want to play more of this person. Also, like intentional. Brian is really freaking good in Tekken 7, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. One of my mains is a top tier, so that's nice. <laughs> so that was, okay. I, I need to play that. Yeah. Every time we get together, we're like, dude, let's play Tekken. And I'm like, bring Tekken. And then we never, never ever find yeah. Tom to do it. We haven't played games in like, I think the last game we played together was the Disney Afternoon uh-huh. Collection. But we haven't played anything in like a, a legitimately long time. Yeah, and there, and there wasn't much before well, that. Well, it's normally because you get there at like 1130 and I'm like almost asleep anyway. Mm-hmm. So Well, the good thing is. <laughs> One is, time I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm graduated now, so I won't be leaving at 5 p.m. for a three hour drive. Uh, into a different time zone. Yeah. So he's a college man now. Yeah. I should. I, I can now do the the plankton thing that I went to college. <laughs> I can use that. That was, a, as that was like, a pretty good voice. I worked was, hard on that as a kid. That was close. It's kind of residual. It's kind of like when I was in football and I was working out really hard, so I've kind of been able to maintain some of the some of the musculature into my arthritic days. But uh, my arthritic body. I. I so, like, when I tell people I've got rheumatoid arthritis, and they're like, really? You don't look like it? It's like, well, I didn't have it when I was born. This is after Well, I feel like it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that plankton voice. I, man, I put the work in when I was, like, I 12 tell. to 15 years old. All right. Best plankton voice of 2017. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> worst game of 2017 worst that you actually played. That I have actually played. Oh, man. I mean. And we're, we're speaking actual, like. That you played more than for like ten minutes. So the the one the shitty puzzle you played in Breath of the Wild doesn't count for the whole. Yeah, game. no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick that. Uh, the bad thing is 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 I'm trying I'm looking over here to my games that I own, and lately I've I've gotten into the good habit of trading a game in or returning it when I don't like it. Whereas before I would just keep games I didn't like because it was like, I mean I bought it. But, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I I know what I think I know what your game's gonna be. You know what my game's gonna be. I've been yes, very vehemently yeah. I, I, but talking about because I I I know what your game is because you're the reason I didn't get it, even though I was really excited. But my my game uh, is Wolfenstein Two. For those of you who are surprised by that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that game is straight trash. That game is the worst. It's the worst. Well, like for a game to be bad, I have to have no fun with it. But games that are, like, poor mechanics and stuff, like, that's bad. But games with good mechanics that I still can manage to find no fun it's in magical. are, like, worse. It's a magical yeah. garbage. The I mean, the gunplay is, like, super, super boring. You don't get a shotgun until, like, four and a half hours in. You watch, like, a 20-minute or, like, a 10-minute cutscene, and then you get to play for five minutes, and then it's another, like, 10-minute cutscene. Yeah. The story's terrible. The characters are terrible. They Deus Machina, the only compelling part of the story... Yeah, they make BJ like this, like useless. Not useless. He's not useless. Yeah, he becomes like, like a a a back a background character from what I've heard. Yeah, well, they they, they make him like they give him like this like tortured. His dad was a, you know a terrible person. Oh, yeah. and like, and it's just like, dude, just make him like Doomga. He doesn't mm-hmm. need this character. He just needs to kick Nazi ass. And the character That's they all he had has for to him do. in the New Order was awesome and functional, and it worked great. And it was yeah. like, yeah, BJ Blazkowicz is this big, you know capable hero 
but he's still at war and he's fighting, you know, Nazi mechs and stuff. So it's going to wear him out. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was like it was like a John McClane kind of character where it's like, yeah, he's capable. He's Bruce Willis. He's a super cop. But man, he's taking he, some damage. Yeah, like you don't feel powerful. Yeah, like even when you're, like you just feel like you just feel weak. Like in comparison, <laughs> like you feel much stronger as Gordon Freeman, who is a yeah. scientist. Uh-huh. Well, to well, be I mean, fair, he's got like a, he's got a pretty, most, pretty advanced suit that he's using. That's one of the most ridiculous story thing stories that I've ever seen is like Gordon Freeman just, which I mean, it, it, that's about fate and destiny. That's not the point. Half Life Two, best game, twenty seventeen. Um, <laughs> I also bought the Half Life Two episode one and two. Oh, really? Because I never got to play those. You yeah, both play those in the winter. So uh, I I got the orange so, box recently, <laughs> so I'm gonna get to, nice. I'm gonna need to play all that. Uh, also, okay, worst game. Me and me and Jan figure this out. It's easier to find a game on the 360 version of the Orange Box in TF2 than it is to find a game in like every single cross-platform game that we've been trying to play with David and Wesley. Like, um, we, we've been trying to play Gigantic, and I remember Gigantic uh, yeah. was pretty popular in 2016 and early 2017. Dude, it is dead. We played it. Yeah. In early 2017. Yeah, we played a little bit. It's dead now. And then we're like, hey, y'all want to play the 360 version of TF2? There's tons of people still on that. Um, My worst game that I actually really put a lot of hours into, and I guess I'm going to do this instead of the review because I I didn't have the morale to do the review. It just, it wore me out. It's Call of Duty World War II. I knew it was going to be. Apparently. That's what I was saying. I was like, like, it's World War II. (laughs) Dude, it's amazing how 2017 made it somehow bland and boring to shoot Nazis. Like, that's been one of... It's it's, it's the game of our generation. <laughs> that's been, like, you know, that's always one of... That's been everyone's favorite pastime is uh, we need an enemy. All right, Nazis. You feel good I mean, shooting Nazis. You literally have, like, Nazi zombies. You have dead snow. That's Nazis. <laughs> Nazis on the moon. Whatever that Iron Sky, Iron Sky yeah. was called. There's so many movies where, like, uh, Frankenstein's army... Uh-huh. Dude, that was Nazis. That was that's awesome. a good movie. Yeah, I love that yeah, movie. It's very underrated. Surprisingly good. I, I like the found footage in World War II. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, and I liked how it looked. Yeah, like I mean, it it's way less believable. Yeah, it's like way less believable. But yeah. it's like that was that was a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So both uh, we're Nazis, Tim. Though we basically just confirmed it. <laughs> that's why we didn't like it. We're like, I don't like how they're killing Nazis. Uh, no. That, well, the thing is, in, in multiplayer, my, in my defense, you can't kill Nazis. Because they got rid of the swastikas, and you're playing, yeah, you're fighting. It's you know, so dumb. Uh, uh, a Hispanic woman is in the Nazi army. It's like, I don't think that's the Nazis. I'm not killing the Nazis. All Nazis are Hispanic women, Tim. Oh, I missed that part that? of the story. Hit- yeah, Hitler was kind of an odd pick for their leader. White, whitewashed history. I tell you, I tell you what. <laughs> um, <laughs> How whitewashed history is white people wanting to take credit for Nazi Germany. <laughs> We'll take credit for what we can get. Um, but it, I was going into a little more detail about World War II. Uh, the campaign was aggressively fine. I think the cutscenes and the voice acting and the characters are very likable, very memorable, and the cutscenes were well directed. And the story was okay, and there was a nice. And Josh Duhamel's a honk. Yeah, dude, I, I want him to play. I want I want him to play assholes. He was in. Uh, he's good at that, apparently. But um, he normally, even even when he's playing, uh, super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, like even when he plays, he's pretty he, good. He's still, 
I mean, he's good, but he's still like an asshole. Like in Transformers, he's like the good guy. Yeah. But he's still an asshole, kind of. I mean, he's like, yeah. I think it's just his face. Even <laughs> in The Office, like, he plays like a decent person. Have you seen that episode? No, I haven't. He He's like a a rival salesman, but he's like super attractive, so they like <laughs> try to set up a, a sting on him and stuff, but then Meredith just like tries to have sex with him instead. I uh, figures. It's, like, really funny. They even mention that he looks like Josh Duhamel. Like, they, the, one of the characters is, like, <laughs> he looks like Josh Duhamel, like, and then Mike ends up hiring him, and he's, like, introducing him to the office, and he's, like, he's, like, guys, this is our new traveling salesman, and Kelly's just, like, F me. <laughs> and then Mike was just, like, that's inappropriate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, the multiplayer, extremely shallow, just... They dialed back uh, yeah. all of the depth. Like, there's no customization for your class. You get to pick one perk. And, like, uh, I I know that, like, having five or six attachments on your gun is kind of ridiculous for World War II. But having at least, you know, maybe... Th- I don't care. It's already ridiculous. That, that's true. Like, I don't care either. Like, if you're, if you're going to care about that, then you would have every single player character in the multiplayer be a white guy be a, yeah. an American or a European since you're not doing the Japanese theater. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that I mean even there were like women in the French resistance and all that. Yeah, and that's fine. Okay. Like I'm fine with them being there in the Yeah. But like if you care that much about history, put your swastikas there and stop making us fight on like like one of the levels that it takes place on like a warship. Like there yeah. was like hard hardly I mean the, the USS I don't say there, I don't want to I don't want to say there was never ground fighting on a warship <laughs> i don't want to say there was never yeah. a battle on a warship like on an actual warship not with warships there were times uh-huh. but i tell you what but i would be i would be it was like a, it was a singular incident and it was like five people maybe like and i'll tell you what that is my favorite map because that's a fun I, scenario that map's the worst that's map's that the, map's worst. the worst the the spawns are terrible it's all oh snipers. yeah oh the spawns are awful in the deathmatch stuff i was playing in a in yeah. like domination it's kind of fun Oh, but, okay. Yeah, de- Team Deathmatch is not fun in that game. And uh, what was it? Uh, uh, the one with the giant cannon in the middle. That's just wide open. Like, it's just a sniping map. I don't remember it's that some- It's something cannon. It's kind of a cool name. And the map looks cool, but it plays... It's just awful. Like, there's there's no cover. It's just like this big, wide open area with a big no man's land. Oh, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Uh... Gustav Cannon. Yeah, Gustav Cannon. Completely yeah, wide open. So you just... I don't like it that much. Yeah, pick a rifle or a sniper. And, uh, like, that's bad for Call of Duty. You're supposed to be able to find a an optimized path for any weapon type in any map. And, like, every Call of Duty has managed to do that for almost every map. Like, you can have your sniping area, your, your lane where it's super close range for a shotgun. All types. Gustav Cannon, nothing like that. It's just awful. Well, it was also made by a company that has only done jetpack, like thrusters. Yeah, that's true. Like Sledgehammer has, has only made a Call of Duty game, <laughs> as far as I know. Well, they were working on that Vietnam game for a while, I guess. Yeah, but it I never came out, so who knows if it was going to be good. Yeah. I mean, World War II will probably be good in like a year or two. Yeah. When they finally balance everything uh-huh. and fix it, just like they did. <laughs> What's with this all the, fixed with Advanced Warfare? But, um, yeah, the... The map design is not good. Most of them are tiny, so it's like they're like, "Hey, sniping is going to be easier now because people can't dodge or anything, but everything is just right up in your face on every single map." So sniping is once again yeah. not very useful in this game. Um, 
and kind of the goal of Call of Duty is to have those kind of five types where you've got the sniper, the LMG, the assault rifle, the SMG, the shotgun. The goal is to make them all viable. And snipers haven't really been viable since Ghosts, uh, yeah. where they were arguably a little too viable. But in, in this one, you have Gustav Cannon, where you will dominate with a sniper rifle. And then every other map you get, it's, it's almost useless. And that's I'm talking for the average player because someone's gonna say, "Oh man, I'm great with a sniper on every map." I can well, they're quick they're quickscope. I mean, yeah, and it's like okay, I, I get well, quickscope more than I get shot with actual guns <laughs> or not actual guns, but you know. But yeah, anyway, okay, so for the multiplayer, worse, they should have decided we're either going to enjoy ourselves, which is what I would prefer they do, or we're going to do something really historically accurate, which I could respect. I could yeah. it, like missing features. I can respect if it's out of historical accuracy for trying to make it authentic and it's like if you wanted to add gun jamming to call of duty in the That'd pursuit of realis- of realism yeah awful from a gameplay perspective but if if you want to just do it out of authenticity then i can at least respect that if that is your goal and that is like what you that would be that would be a sweet ability for like black ops 4 you Yo. gun, you gun jam like within a twenty uh, yards radius yeah. or whatever. It was an ability in the campaign for Black Ops Three. There was something that could uh, disable uh, their primary weapon, and they had to like switch to their sidearm. Oh, that's sweet. I don't remember that. I know. I don't think I went down that branch. Okay, so worst game, twenty seventeen, uh, Wolfenstein Two and World War Two. And I want to clarify that I replayed the New Order, and it's great. Yeah, I love killing Nazis. So. The New Order is awesome. I still play Day of Defeat Source, which came out like 13 years ago. Dude, <laughs> I, I've never played that game, but it, is it's it, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, it's kind of like, is it similar to Counter Strike? No. Okay. Dang it. No, Maybe I like wouldn't like it. Points and stuff. <laughs> it's like what? You would probably like it. You would like it. It's just hard. It's like realistic. Not real. It's not super realistic, but the recoil is super realistic. I can, I can deal with like, that. It, I don't mind lots. It's of recoil. hard to kill. I actually people. think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I really like Day Defeat Source, but there's sometimes where it, it's pretty frustrating <laughs> okay. when you can't hit somebody. Um, okay, next category: best game of 2018. Hmm. It's gonna come out. We, we've got some. I know what you're gonna choose, but we've got some. Uh, oh, you some do. List. You do know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got some Dragon Ball Fighter Z, some Monster Hunter World, <gasps> Sea of Thieves. Yep, A Way Out, <laughs> Metal Gear Survive. Far Cry 5, Agony, Days Gone By, God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, Metro Exodus, Anthem, Soul Calibur 6. Oh no, wait, now it's tough. <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, Death Stranding, Uh-oh. which it's not confirmed for 2018, yeah. but I'm going to hope. <laughs> hope uh, the Last the of Us, The Last of Us Part 2, and Kingdom Hearts 3. <sighs> well, it's really... I can't say Death Stranding because I, I don't know for sure. When it's coming out, I'm gonna say Death Stranding. So the stuff I, I don't even okay. It's Death Stranding or, or Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. I don't know. Agony looks sweet. Agony's like a horror game. Yeah, Agony looks really cool. The it atmosphere looks, looks insane. But I don't know how horror games are so. Yeah, it's hard to tell in the miss. trailer. Yeah, because like the first thirty minutes can be scary, but as soon as I get used to it. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the issues I had with Outlast. Like by the time I got to the end of the game, I was th- there is a boss. Like a like a boss area, like halfway through it, that caught me off guard and put me back on my toes for like the next hour or so mm. after I beat it. I was like, That's Jesus. 
but you kind of get used to like you know how far you have to run before they stop like, yeah. chasing you and you, you um, get uh, attuned to all that stuff but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say Death Stranding uh, I haven't seen much about it other than those two trailers got me super hyped so that's yeah super hyped super trailers. confused which is a it's yep. a good feeling um I'm gonna have to pick between Monster Hunter World and Soul Calibur 6 and both of them have so many good ideas for what they're changing from the previous ones. But with Monster Hunter World, it's almost like I'm looking at it and I can comfortably say that it's already the best in the franchise just from the stuff they've changed. Where Soul Calibur 6, it's like I've, I'm still going to have to decide between yeah. that and 2 and maybe 5. If it's really similar to 5, then it, it might be between 6 and 5, but they've also said they want to go more for the speed and uh, flow of two. So I'll be comparing it to two. So I think the safe bet is going to be modern. Uh, wow. Uh, Monster modern Hunter. Warfare. Modern Warfare World. World. Modern World Fair <laughs> Hunter. Monster Hunter World. Probably the yep, safe that's bet what I you were choose, of being my so. best. Um, God, it looks so, okay. looks so freaking good. So excited for that. Worst game. game of 2017. Uh, metal, I mean 2018. Yeah. Metal Gear, Metal Gear Survive. I'm just a, that game's gonna be crap. That game is looks so bad. Yeah, that, that's a that's a front runner. Um, I'm just jerking off Kojima at this point. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. Just like, not Death Stranding's gonna be the best. Metal Gear Survive can die. Uh, I I have a I have a, a bad feeling, a very bad feeling, that the winner of worst game of 2018 could easily be Red Dead Redemption 2. Because 2K's whole stance on we're going to load microtransactions into everything, and that's just what we're gonna do. Like they basically respond to people criticizing them by saying, "Well, it's not gonna change. Get used to it." See, my thing is, I don't think they're gonna let it affect the single player because they didn't with Grand Theft Auto Six. Man, I hope I've, not. <laughs> and I enjoyed the hell of the original Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, no, so I think it's even a even if it has a ton of loot boxes, I'll buy it used if it doesn't affect the single player. Yeah, yeah, no, because it it looks super cool and i'll, like, I'll looks... straight up never play metal gear survive like and it's not it's not out of spite that i'm like it just doesn't look it, it looks bland it makes no sense it looks extremely unoriginal that's why i almost gave days gone by the worst but i'm gonna give it a shot because maybe <laughs> maybe i'm wrong maybe it just looks bland and it'll be it'll be decent yeah um i i, I think the I think definitely the game that I, I won't play because I have no interest in it is Survive. But Survive won't piss me off. Like Red Dead Redemption 2 has the potential to piss me off. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> That's, yeah, I still think it'll be... A Way Out is probably not very good either. I think A Way Out could be fun split screen and it's been made for that, so... And, yeah, but and, he also made... He made Brothers and that is not a good game. That is not you don't a think game. so? I think... I didn't like it. I think Brothers... Brothers does kind of have a way of making you mad at the person you're playing with, and it's. I played it. Well, I played it. Okay, so I played it single player. So. Oh, that's why you hate it. It's terrible single player. I think a way out also, doesn't have the option to be single player, which is a good move, in my opinion. Because like, if it's cheaper, if it's if they're gonna make it cheap, then yeah. But yeah. If, I'm not paying sixty well, bucks for a. Well, a way out. You. I don't you, live near any of my friends. A way out. It works like <laughs> the 3ds download play did. It's like I buy it, a friend can download. Oh right, it for free right, yeah. And play it with me. So Jan said that. Okay, yeah. Come on, yeah. Uh, I I think that's. Go halvesies. It seems like 
they're going from brothers to a way out and they're making all the right decisions. But even if the game turns out bad, the the Tommy Wiseau of video games made it. So yeah, that dude is insane. That that has made my whole. Uh, he, I like him for the rest of his that life. That has now. made my whole. <laughs> <laughs> talking about me saying stuff on the podcast. I know, but it's just funny because you just ended that sentence and then kept going with something else. You're like, that has made my whole. I just like him for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm gonna like him for the rest of my life just because of what what he did at the the Game Awards. Okay, so moving on from games, uh, this next one, best uh, animated show of 2017. I'm counting shows that have already been running. Obviously, you are okay. Like show, so like, yeah, you, you, so you it's not like shows that came out. Yeah, it's not shows that came out in 2017. It's it's shows that are still. I mean, it could be a show that came out in 2017, okay. but it's shows that are <laughs> have are at least still on like currently running. Yes. Okay, so so not not like a rerun of The Office. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> that, like I mean that doesn't count. They had because <sighs> it would it would be The Office. They, it was not animated. But. They had new episodes in 2017. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could have ended um, in 2017. I have some some nominees. Okay, which I don't watch animated shows, so mine's gonna be like pretty basic, and I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Ducktales, Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers. Dragon Ball Z Kai slash Super, Samurai Jack, Star Wars Rebels, Bojack Horseman, uh, Spider Man, the new Spider Man, yeah. uh, the Scott Buck Spider Man. I don't know. It's not. Is that Scott Buck? It's not Scott. Buck. It might as well be. It okay. Steven Universe and Big Mouth. And there's probably a ton that I I forgot, but like I said, I I kind of just went off the top of my head. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's all pretty good stuff. I really need to watch Bojack. Bojack is good. A lot of people are like the first episode sucks, but I've really I think the first episode is like great. Yeah, like it got me hooked. Like I I watched it this. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. This girl introduced me to it. Um, and I mean we watched it, and I was in a, a different state of mind at the time, so maybe that was why I loved the first episode so much. Yeah, but I got like hooked. Like we watched like two or three episodes, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, this is like good. Like I really like this. Also, I really like Will Arnett. In general, but I think he's a really strong voice actor, as evidenced a, by the fact that he also did a great job as Batman in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, I think he does a better. I think he's a better voice actor than he is. And I mean, he's a great actor, but it, something about his like face, I don't find that funny. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like I actually to think be a he's, he's actor, best as as comedy when he's live action. Like, so yeah, I, don't know, I, don't, a, I just don't like. It's his, probably just because of Job. From Arrested Development, that I just think he's hilarious. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't finished that yet. So, um, for me, I don't know, man. I shouldn't have put Dragon Ball Z Kai on here because <laughs> it's a remake. <laughs> yeah, but it still came out. That's true. It's still different. It's different enough to. I guess. I so, wish yeah. I watched Star Wars. I feel like Star Wars Rebels would have been my answer, but I, I don't watch it. Uh. uh I'm going to go Dragon Ball Z Kai. Okay. Just because I, I haven't watched all of the new season of Bob's Burgers, but I'm sure it's Bob's Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll probably end up being. But, yeah, Kai is just – and I've watched a little bit of Super, and it's just like – God, it gets me so pumped. Yeah. Dude, I don't – No, when, it's like that <clears> – I, like, always forget how pumped I get, and then I watch it, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to go to the gym and, like, freaking yeah, deadlift, it, like, 600 I, pounds. I think like, it's amazing how much – 
watching that show just makes me want to go do stuff. It's like this show makes me want to stop watching it so I can go, I can go like exercise. Or yeah, something. like I, I want to go be like I want to go train. <laughs> there's so many people in my gym that wear like uh, in any gym. I would I would bet that wear like Goku's shirt. Yeah. Or like uh, I saw one dude. It was cool. He had a uh, Vegeta. Like one of those sublimated shirts that like stick, you know, they're like yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was like a, his like armor. Mm-hmm. It was like a tank top though. I was like, dude, that's badass. He's like, hey, thanks. <laughs> um, I think uh, with Dragon Ball Z, it's funny how those characters, like they're animated characters, and they're like you know, it's an anime. It's a it's a foreign show, but yeah, it's just kind of like they're fitness icons in America. Because it's yeah. just, most of that show is, I'm getting bigger, you know, I'm getting pumped, I'm getting stronger. And uh, I think that had a, that had an impression on a lot of kids. So it's like... I told you about that time I passed out, didn't I? I think so. Trying to go super Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, this wasn't yeah. recently. This is... No, it was like 24. No, uh, it was when I was a kid. <laughs> and we, we were reenacting Dragon Ball Z uh, in my backyard, or in my like front yard with the, my cousins and like some of the neighbors and... Yeah, I was like trying to go Super Saiyan, like legitimately trying. Yeah. I wasn't like faking. Just for, and I was like, and I was yelling. Because it was real so much to you. <laughs> I yelled so much that I couldn't breathe, and then I passed out. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I woke up, and they were like, "You passed out." I'm like, "Did I turn Super Saiyan?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They should have lied to you. They should have said, "Yeah, you went Super Saiyan." I, you don't like, remember? <laughs> you were like blowing houses up. <laughs> dude, you were like blonde, and I would have, I would have believed them. I was an idiot. <laughs> I was. Stupid I was the kid. stupidest kid of all time. One kid. One kid told me he was the. What's that Christopher Lloyd movie where he plays the alien? Um, something Martian. Like a, my favorite Martian. My favorite Martian. Some kid told me that uh, he was also a Martian, like that. And, you, and I fucking. Be, I believe. You believed him. him. <laughs> yeah, I remember specifically believing him. <laughs> I, like I remember uh, me not me not <clears throat> questioning that. It was like, yeah, I can see that. No, I questioned it for like a, a minute, oh, and then okay. I was like, "Are you serious, dude?" And then he was like, "Yeah, I promise." Like, Wait, are you serious? Insane. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. <clears throat> I was like, "Dude, that that's crazy." I believed him. I was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was a stupid little kid. Um, I used to think uh, reruns were just live. I was I was always wow. amazed. Like I would watch Boy Meets World reruns, and I'd be like, "Dude, they're doing it perfect every time." <laughs> I'm like, "This is insane." Like, how do they get it done every time this perfectly? Like, it's that's not even changed. Professional man. It is professional. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was an idiot. <laughs> well, I told you about the fact that when I was really little, like, I, I remember thinking this when I was like four or five years old. I thought when they needed to kill someone off in a movie, it was like, all right, who wants to die? Oh, no, I thought the same thing. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought they thought died Darth for Maul, real. I thought Darth Maul was actually murdered. <laughs> like, like, I thought, you thought it that late? I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I was I was like eight at that point. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I was only like seven. You were a dumb kid. <clears throat> like seven or eight. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, I watched it with my dad. We went to see it in theaters. We've seen every Star Wars movie in theaters, except for the new two. We need to go see those. Yeah. No, we saw Force Awakens. I need to go see The Last Jedi again. Uh, no, but he cut him in half, and I leaned over to my dad, and I was like, I was like, did that guy actually die? And my dad was like, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> when you're when you're like... Like, I didn't think he was actually dead. And then when your dad, like, confirms, yeah. like, anything my dad would have told me, I'd been like, oh. It's like, like I, thought I, he could, like, I, the, 
I thought he could change the green light, like shooting his finger, but he's just like watching the yellow, and then when it turns red, yeah, yeah. you wait like two seconds, and then it. Yeah, my dad. He's like anything, too, anything my, my dad told me. I, yeah, or he would be like, "Look, I'm gonna drive my eyes closed," and he would just close his right eye <laughs> and keep his left eye open. Yeah, but I'd freak out. I'd be like, "Dude, how do you know this road so well?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all kinds of stuff like that. It's really easy. I, I feel kids like are stupid, especially me. I feel like if I if I have kids, I'm gonna do that constantly, and I wonder. To. I wonder if it could lead to some issues later. It's like, he never told me the truth. Not once. I don't think he took me seriously a single day in my life. It was the worst. Um, but anyway, uh, my I think best animated? my best animated of 2017. You know, it's frustrating because yes. it's still sitting at like eight episodes. Like they, they won't come out with new episodes. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's up. I'm like, okay, when's more coming? This is doing well, right? I don't know. But uh, DuckTales 2017, mm. pretty fantastic. And I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I saw the cast, and I was like, that's a good cast. That's a lot of good people. Like, David it Tennant David is Tennant, Scrooge. I was immediately, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's no, just, I'm in. Like, the guy that did the original Scrooge died. And if, I mean, it's a good thing David Tennant was just around <laughs> after that. He was like 99, the guy who died. But, um, I was just kidding. It was good that David Tennant was just around when he died because it's like, I mean, that's second pick, that's second best. Does, does he does he try to like copy it? Uh, no, David Tennant just talks how he talks. Oh, sweet, that's because awesome. he actually is Scottish, so he just uses his his regular old accent. Yeah, and it's um, crazy. When I I didn't realize he was Scottish originally, and then when I actually heard him speak, I was like, whoa, because you know I watched him in Doctor Who first. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I thought he was just British. It's it's. The best part about the DuckTales reboot is there's a point in the premiere episode, which is, is a movie, it's like a 44-minute long thing, where th- they don't shy away from the fact that Scrooge is excited that they're going to get in trouble and they're going to like do dangerous things because he's been bored for a long time. He's just been yeah. sitting in his house with all of his money, and he's like... I, I miss getting into trouble, and the the nephews are just magnets for trouble. And he he actually tells him that it that he's glad he's like that he's glad they aren't boring. And I'm like, man, that's such a thing that people could get mad at you for saying in a kids show, where it's like, yeah, don't do oh, what yeah. you're told. Go get in trouble. You know, go explore. Go outside. Go trespass on someone's property. This is gonna be fun. And I was like. May not be the best life lesson, but it's a, it's it's good for this show. This is going to be a good time. I mean, I think all kids shows are like that because even when they get in trouble, they don't they don't get in trouble. Yeah, like, but the whole point is focusing on like <clears throat> but having an adult actually say. Yeah, they, they oh, usually cool. sidestep it, but there there's a moment at the end of the premiere where he's like, "I've missed trouble," and I'm like, "That's a good sign. This is going to be a good reboot." Also, just really solid comedy, really solid writing, good. Good uh, art direction. I like the uh, the color palette they're using. It's kind of um. Yeah, it looks. I need to watch it. Yeah, it, I need to watch so much stuff, dude. Yeah, same. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally watched. I've watched The Office like four times. The whole. <laughs> I think series. maybe that's holding you back from seeing other it stuff. It is, but but the the thing is, is like I get home from like the gym. I go to work, you know, and then I go to the gym for like two hours, and then I come home, and I'm like. 
Did I, did I mention I work out? No. Uh, <laughs> but I get home and I just want to put something that I don't have to pay attention to. Yeah. Like I just want, I just want to cut something on that I that I can like if I zone out or I fall asleep, it's not like this big like disappointing thing. It's like, oh, I and I know the it. characters. Like I know the characters, so it's yeah. like I feel like you know connected to them. I'm very lonely. <laughs> Good thing they're coming out with new episodes, so that you can watch new stuff while oh, still yeah. watching The Office. I'm. I'll give it a shot. I would definitely give it a Obviously, shot. Obviously, yeah. If it's the same writer, same creators, it'll probably be just as fun, you know, just as as good. And even if it's not all the same characters, as long as it's like a few, it doesn't have to be the main ones. Like Creed is like the funniest God. character in that office. <laughs> Everything Creed does is the best part of the office. <laughs> Al Qaeda, the Taliban is terrible. Great heroin though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so best animated show was Dragon Ball Z Kai and DuckTales. Uh, DuckTales. Uh, worst animated TV show of 2017? I mean... I'm going to say Spider-Man. Yeah, it's That's, it's between it's Spider-Man bad. and Big Mouth. But Big Mouth seems like it's going for something that... Some, Spider-Man just doesn't. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't go for anything. It, it's just... It's just a big pile of nothing. <laughs> And I still the backgrounds are so just ugly, basic CGI yeah. stuff that they have these like awful. really like uh, like low f- low f- really low frame rate two D characters walking around these really bland basic CGI backgrounds, and like the writing is just incomprehensible. Like there's there's no flow or purpose. Are you sure to it's any not Scott? It. Are you sure it's not Scott Bug? It might be Scott Buck. I don't know. I feel like it's Scott. Buck. Check it out because right, it's it, no, no, no. It's not Scott Buck. It's it's a uh, he was a the comic book guy. Uh, Spence, uh, not Nick Spencer. Uh, uh, oh my God, what's his name? He writes for he he was writing the, like the most recent Spider Man. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh, where is it? Okay, uh, crap. I know his name too. Dan Slot, not Dan Slot. Um, Dan Slot. It is Dan Slot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Slot. Yeah. God, what a mess of a show. I, yeah, I think Spider Man. I hadn't watched the new Rick and Morty. I, I, I tried like watching it. It was very disappointing. The first two episodes. Okay, the premiere episode was good. The Mad Max episode was good. But I figured out the Mad Max episode is good because they're just making all of the easy Mad Max jokes you can make. And then the rest of it is more than phoned in. The rest of season three of Rick and Morty, there's only ten episodes, and it, there's this there's this perception that they're, you know, they're, they it takes forever for them to come out with new episodes because they put so much work into it. I don't buy yeah. that for a second with season three. There's no way season three because they're is is so by the numbers and predictable and chasing memes like they're using Family Guy style like repetition and ridiculousness to try and get people to remember the episodes, but I don't... I barely remember anything that happens in the plots, and there's no, like, compelling... Okay, what I liked about Rick and Morty was that it was funny. I, I wasn't in this whole camp of it's the smartest show ever made, and, like, uh, it, it's... Even close. It's close. You know, it's got um, this challenging political commentary. I'm like, there's some funny political jokes. There's also funny gross-out jokes, and just... It was funny. Season one of Rick and Morty is is pretty funny. Season two was pretty funny, and it had like a side of character development 
that was kind of nice if you were watching it the whole time. And it's like, yeah, you'd think at some point these these characters would start to get fed up with the stuff that keeps happening. Yeah. But then season three has a really cool premiere that satisfied a lot of the character stuff and was funny. And then it just, all of it feels so just soulless. Season three is, there's there's just no heart in it, it seems like. Not anymore. Well, that, I mean, it, it's literally just, it's just reference. It's just pop culture references. Yes. Yeah, and it's in the science stuff, the, the little bit I've watched, the science stuff that gets referenced is like Schrodinger's cat. Like it's stuff everyone knows. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it went from, I think season one and season two were kind of a new spin on like a Futurama type thing. And Futurama is good because it's funny. Not because it has yeah, the really smart science, science stuff. Like that stuff yeah. is fun if you if you get it, but it's like it's good because it's funny. Season three doesn't feel like Futurama at all. It feels like it feels more like Family Guy. Poor Rick and Morty. Okay, so worst TV show. I'm going with Spider Man. Yeah, me too. Just it's pretty bad. There's it's, there's <clears throat> nothing to it. All Next right, question. Best, best Scott Buck show of 2017. <laughs> Um, and this this is an award for just bad shows. And humans in it. No, it doesn't have to be an actual. It doesn't have to be an actual Scott Buck show. Oh, okay. Oh, it oh, just, you're saying okay? Yeah, I get what you mean now. The award is named after him. It could be a Scott Buck show. <laughs> this is Scott the Buck Scott makes, Buck Award. Yeah, the Scott Buck Award. Um, uh, I I kind of want to give it to Inhumans because Inhumans is super bad. <laughs> I watched the first episode. I didn't... I, it took me like two attempts. Because I forgot what I was doing. I was that out of it. Just not watching it? Huh? Oh, what? Oh, oh! What is this? Is this news? Could be Iron Fist. That came out this year. Oh. That feels like last year. Yeah, that feels like ages ago. It feels like something March 17th. I, it feels like something I went through years ago and came out a, a, a changed and hardened man. Doesn't feel recent. Ah, can't even. What were the other options? Oh. <laughs> I'm curious. <clears throat> I didn't. Uh, the Orville. Um, oh, okay, yeah. For context, um, Scott Buck is the guy that actually did uh, Iron Fist and Inhumans. He also did yeah. the last four seasons of Dexter. Basically, everything he touches is garbage, but he keeps getting work because he always comes in under budget and always makes money for the people he works for. But the stuff he makes, it's just nothing. It's all like, yeah. It's. I don't think I've seen anything of his that I actually enjoyed. All of his, all of his shows, his sets, his scenes, they all feel empty. Like there's just nothing going on. And it's because he saves money. <clears throat> can't waste time um, on putting furniture in the rooms yeah I don't know it's probably Iron Fist honestly yeah. I don't know Inhumans is Inhumans is really bad yeah. Inhumans is bad but I I knew going in yeah. that Inhumans was going to be bad because you saw Iron Fist yeah I, I think Iron Fist no 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 no. just because of everything that Inhumans was showing me oh that's true anything that came out of Iron Fist I mean out of I don't even know what I'm trying to say anything that came out of uh Inhumans just looked bad. Yeah, that's true. So I knew it was going to be bad, but Iron Fist, everything looked pretty good. 
in the in the commercials, yeah, it looked pretty. It looked pretty all right. Yeah, like the trailers look good. Netflix but... can make some good trailers. Finn Jones didn't look too bad. No, yeah, the the Scott Buck Award goes to Iron yeah. Fist. <laughs> it goes to Scott Buck. His, his defining Orville, moment. <laughs> the Orville's not good, but it it has like good production quality. Like you know, yeah. the the sets, the costumes, the 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 makeup, it all looks good. And it seems like, to have it a looks good. It seems to have a goal other than save money. It's supposedly gotten pretty good. It's supposedly got a lot better. But it has I'm, improved. I'm, I'm, uh, allegedly, I think it has improved. I think it's funny how. Um, actually, I, I was told I was wrong about this by a couple people, but you are. <laughs> I think it's funny how the Orville and the new Star Trek show come on like back to back on their their air times. Oh, do they? Yeah, they're showed like they're shown like one after the other. I don't know which one's before the other, but I think it would be it'd be fun to. To chase actual Star Trek with the Orville, that'd be a good yeah, thing to that, play right after be... it. I don't know if well, we'll get to that in a minute. So Scott, yeah, Scott Buck for me award goes to it goes to Iron Fist because I thought Iron Fist was going to be good. Yeah, like I for some reason, what are you messing with? Oh, is it making like noise? Super loud. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. making a lot of noise. I'll stop. I <laughs> I just didn't know what it was. It was like it's a, a lot it's of these things. It's the little things you add to the Joy Cons to make oh. them bigger. That's okay. Will is making noise too. Okay, yeah, but so, she's a dog. It's cute when she makes noise. What do you think, Iron Fist? Or I, yeah, I, I wanna, I wanna say Inhumans because I actually think Inhumans is probably the worst show. I didn't finish Inhumans oh, definitely because I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt myself. But just watching the it. first episode of Inhumans, it was like this is worse than Iron Fist. This is worse. Yeah. But, uh. uh Iron Fist did make me suffer more, and I think that's what the Scott Buck Award is all about. It's all about making about suffering, about making people suffer. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Iron Fist. Yeah. Yep. Same. Hey. Cool. We agreed on yeah. Um Okay. Well, this I was gonna do best and worst live action TV show, but the Scott Buck is basically worst live yeah, action. That's show. the award. It could have been it could have been animated, but we just didn't go that way. Yeah. Uh, so the best uh, live action show TV show. This can be Netflix originals too. Um, I have The Walking Dead, Black Mirror, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Stranger Things 2, Game of Thrones, The Leftovers, Mindhunter, The Punisher, American Horror Story, uh, whatever one was this year. <laughs> I watched it. It wasn't good. Uh, Glow, Star Trek Discovery, and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Man, I, I really wanted to love Glow, but it has this problem that a lot of the Netflix Marvel shows have where halfway through the show it completely loses focus and like the main character she she almost becomes comic relief for four straight episodes for the rest of the cast and i was really yeah i was more invested in her than anyone else like that's that's kind of what oh orange is the new black could be on there 13 reasons why that's kind of what happens in orange is the new black like yeah everyone hated uh what's her name piper piper yeah, everyone hated her, and so like after season two, she's like a she's like a secondary character. No one uh, cares. Well, but I wasn't invested in her because she sucked, and everyone hates her. Like it was all justified. She's just an unbearable character, and so most people are like, "Who cares?" Like, yeah, shut up. With um, with with Glow, it was like I actually I did kind of care about the character, and the other the characters around her are these you know uh, caricatured archetypes. And stuff, yeah. And they're they're fun for like side stories, but when 
the main character, which I think was Alison Brie, is the comic relief to everyone else who was yeah. supposed to... It was just... It, it didn't flow right, and the, the pacing was awful. The first episode was good, and it was kind of like, all right, I can deal with this. This is, this is going to be kind of cool. And I, it, I liked the kind of the aha moments they have where it's like, okay, that's what pro wrestling is. It's like, it's, it's not about... Um, you know, it, it's not it's not all about the skill of the athletes or something. It's not all about the stories, and you gotta you gotta be able to have some free form somewhere there in the middle. Yeah, all that stuff is really cool, but the characters just they just get misused, and and it just slows down in the middle. And I I, I couldn't I couldn't finish it. I really wanted to like it. If it gets a second season, and I hear the second season is really good, I, I might suffer through the first season and. Um, I, I, it, it might be worth it, but uh, I've, uh, that was the most disappointing. Well, no, not in my opinion. <laughs> no, not, the, I think The Punisher was the most disappointing for me, but I think it's because I apparently... This is best best show. Oh, right. Best show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, why are you talking about Glow again? And then you were like, just going negative about it, and I was like... Well, okay. I think we're on Glow, the- I... Uh, would have been the best. Yeah, it would have been a be- Could have been, been the, best. the best had it not just grinded to a halt halfway through. I haven't finished Stranger Things too. Man, that's I, fine. I haven't got to watch. I haven't got to watch. I've mostly been playing video games this whole year. Um, shoot, playing video games and watching movies. I'm really enjoying Stranger Things too. Uh, what were the other ones you? Listened? You don't. You don't watch a lot of live action shows though either. Agents of Shield. The CW superhero shows, Game of Thrones, I, Leftovers. I need to watch Hunter, a lot of them. Star Trek Discovery, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I need to watch more of Unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt. The Walking Dead. Nah. Um, Who needs it? Master of None. I want to watch Master of None. A whole bunch of stuff I uh, want to watch. Those are all the ones I have listed. I mean, there, there's stuff like uh, Modern Family and, and other... Hmm. Others, others that I'm. Can you can you about. look up when the, the in- tick? Oh, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. That was 2017. Yeah, they've had a season in 2017. I haven't seen that season though. That will count it. Uh, can you look up? I'll look it up. I got a computer right here. The X Files. Not. I. You know, I've never. I've seen like two episodes of the X Files in my entire life. I got to like season three. I really like it, but. I've heard it has its ups and downs, Apparently, but overall, it, yeah. it's it's a great time. Okay, no, I I found I found my my show of 2017. It's gonna be a weird one. It's gonna be unexpected. Nothing you listed. Uh, okay, it's this docu series that Netflix has about chefs called Chef's Table, and the reason interesting. I, the reason I watched all of it was because I could watch it with my family, so my whole family was watching it, and man. The cinematography in this show is incredible. It's it's so beyond what you would think it would be. Like, it's essentially if you took a Food Network show and gave it all of Food Network's budget, like oh, took cool. the entire network's budget and dumped it into one show. It's God. It's phenomenal. It's it's like one of my favorite docu series that I've seen in a long time. It's the it's the first one I've actually really gotten into in a while. And they have this cool format of... It's basically they find these these 
like iconic or like legendary chefs and they go through kind of their their process and you know what how they how they see oh yeah what they do seen it. and there's one you know there's some guys who are like you know uh really just basics there's like no nah, there's there's no art to this just make good food and then you then you'll have the other guy who literally used to be an artist before he started being a chef and i don't know it's so cool and they're they're so eccentric it's weird like i didn't know that like these chefs of these super expensive high class restaurants are just rock stars like they're really eccentric and have these crazy lives but they uh i did it, it was it was extremely entertaining I, I had a great time watching it it's getting a second season i believe it looks like there's three seasons oh then i watched the first two seasons yeah three seasons and this yeah yeah that show's fantastic i'm giving i'm giving that one my favorite live action show i'll definitely watch it uh it looks like season three's already out i need to watch that it came out in february oh Maybe I did watch all of them because, as far as I knew, I had seen all of them by the time, like summer rolled around. It looks around. like it's like six episodes a season. Okay, yeah, no, I've seen the whole thing. Then I want more. Cool. I need to watch it. Um, my favorite, my my personal live action show is probably Black Mirror. Okay. Because I like, I really like Stranger Things too, but there were like a couple things that I was like, uh, especially episode seven. Um, I'm Kimmy Schmidt one. is super good, though. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones was good. It, I mean, it was great. It's always great. But there were there were a couple episodes that just nothing, not a lot. Didn't like, even end? the worst. Uh, no. Okay. There's two two more seasons. Oh, two more. Okay. Um, but they're they're short. They're like ones like five episodes and one six episodes. Okay. Hmm. As opposed to the normal uh, thirteen, uh, no, ten. It's like so, half seasons. But they're, it's because they're spending more budget on the CGI. They're, they're going to have to. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but stuff is ramping up. Okay. And they're going to need. They're going to need the budget. Oh, also, for a whole I, I just remembered. I want to give an honorable mention for worst show, for worst animated yeah. show, to Voltron. Honorable mention. Not season three. Yeah, because <laughs> is it is. It's my same problem I have with Blade Runner twenty forty nine, but it's somehow less satisfying. <laughs> that'll be an interesting discussion later okay um, yeah I think Black Mirror the, I mean the season just came out but there's only one episode that's that's weak that I would, that would it's not even that weak it's pretty good up until like the very end and it's just yeah. like I was dumb um, that, that, that tends to happen a lot with those that kind of format of show where it's like you can take a risk with the ending and I, I don't think it bothers me because it's like why not take a risk this is a dumb risk. This okay, was a, okay. This was, I haven't this was seen like, it. <laughs> maybe when I see it, I'll be like, "Yeah, no, that was stupid." There's another episode that's kind of oh, maybe it's not Black Mirror. Maybe it's maybe it is Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't know. No, Black Mirror. I already said it. Okay, but the 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 last episode, the first and last episode, are so phenomenal in this season. Like they're probably the two best episodes in the entire series. Yeah, the one is in. Uh, it's like a Star Trek parody, kind of. Yeah, I've heard um, the most about that one. It's it's insane. It's really really good. Um, it's the one that's similar. Well, I don't want to say what it's similar to because it'll kind of spoil. Because you don't see what like you don't see it coming. Okay. Like I thought it was going to be something completely different. Um, <laughs> and then the season. I don't want to ruin the, the ending to the the last one either. Yeah, don't. It, it kind of gets meta, but not 
two meta. It has like a lot of callbacks to like earlier episodes. Okay. Um, because they all take place in the same universe. Um, yeah, I, I'll say that. All right, best uh, TV show that you didn't see. Best TV show. Oh, most of those that you mentioned. Uh, I think the one that I want to see the most that I haven't seen is, well, it's that's a tough one. I can't say Stranger Things too because I've seen most of it. So, hmm. I'll say Black Mirror. Oh wait. Okay, cool. I'm changing my worst live action or giving an honorable mention, okay. just like you did. Uh, the Mist. Oh yeah. Was so bad. <laughs> Dead on arrival. As, yeah, as soon it was, as it came out, everyone was like, "Nah, we're not watching this." <laughs> the first episode is so so bad. <laughs> um. Sorry, I gotta. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, best TV show I didn't see was Frontier because it has Jason Momoa in it, and I just assume <clears throat> it's probably great. It's, a, it's, it's probably amazing. <laughs> I don't even as long as he's on screen, I don't care what's happening. Um, it could be kind of like just over if his he had shoulder. Been in Magic Mike, I would have it would have had me day one. Yeah, but all of them, dude. Magic Mike three, he's got to be the rival. He's as long as he's there. Yeah, I don't care what he's doing. <laughs> I don't care about the story. I'm not watching that for the story. I'm not. I'm not going in there going to lie to to anyone else. <laughs> well, I'm going to wear a to, shirt that just says Jason Momoa. That everyone everyone knows. They don't have to ask. To, to be fair, if you walk into that movie, not a lot of people asking because because then they're already in that movie too. They need yeah, a good reason. Are you here? <laughs> this is me at my most straight. This is me at my least straight. I used to be a lot more straight. Then Jason Momoa straight. started blowing up the scene. Yeah, Jason Momoa started blowing up my uh, heterosexuality, too. <laughs> um, worst TV show you didn't see? Worst TV show I didn't see... Uh, I think originally I would have said The Orville, just because I was yeah. just hearing the worst things about it. And I can't stand Seth MacFarlane's face. Just Yeah, he, he should be a voice actor only. Yeah, he, he just he gets on my nerves. But, um... Hmm. I'm giving it to 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, well, I didn't see it, but it but, just looked. But I bad. watched like the and first I'm, six episodes of Thirteen Reasons Why. So yeah, but I'm saying my choice. Yeah, yeah, is Thirteen Reasons Why because I didn't. I never took that dive. It was pretty bad. It it was it was pretty bad. Uh, pretty. Bad. I don't know. Probably the mist because I didn't watch any of it. I've just heard real bad. So I, I, real I'm bad. gonna say the mist. <laughs> That's the worst one I didn't see. Okay. Um, best Netflix original. Uh, this can be a show or a movie. Um, we have Little Evil, Bright, Master of None, Narcos, Stranger Things 2, Bojack Horseman, The Punisher, Glow, Mudbound, The Babysitter, Gerald's Game, 1922, Death Note. I'm not 100% sure on 1922's title. I'm pretty sure it's a Stephen King, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Uh, any of the random Adam Sandler movies that came out. Yeah. Uh, Sandcastle, War Machine, and the documentary Jim and Andy. I'm going to say Jim and Andy. Just because... Yep. Man, it's incredible. Did you watch it? No, not yet. It's insane. I mean, Jim Carrey is insane. Like, yeah. there's... there's. Well, I think, he's do- I think he's doing that for the character. Didn't, didn't he come out and say that... No, I was, didn't he, like, pull a Joaquin Phoenix for, like, I'm still here? Where Joaquin Phoenix was crazy for, like, two years? Yeah, but I, I don't think I actually really believe Jim Carrey when he says that. Like... There's, Maybe he's just that good. There's stuff Jim Carrey says now that I'm like, 
Nah, you're still crazy. And and that that's a big part of what did it to you. Uh, I, I think... Could be. For, for people that are still living, because I, I can't count Heath Ledger, I think Jim Carrey is the one who was most damaged by that amount of method acting that he put himself through. Like... Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio almost got himself killed doing all the crazy stuff in the freezing cold for The Revenant, but... That's not really... That's not really method acting. It's method acting as, I'm going to put myself in the terrible conditions this character is in, which is pretty stupid, but... um, Yeah, but it's not not like... Yeah, you're not not uh, really getting in your own head. D-Daddy Lou. Yeah, D-Daddy Lou's level of... Yeah, but like... uh, uh, D-Daddy Lou seems like he just walks away from his roles... As just just a regular regular guy, still where he is. I've never seen him uh, in. I don't think I've ever seen an interview with him. Apparently, he's the same way. He he, he hasn't really changed. And save for like a few incidents where he's just frustrating in certain scenarios, he's apparently very he, he's good to work with. Whereas Jim Carrey was making everyone's life a living hell. And uh, that makes sense on Man in the Moon. Like there was a point. Where I think it was the, the the cinematographer or something came to Jim and he was like, I just want to talk to Jim. Please let me talk to Jim. Because he... he God, he, that would be frustrating. Yeah, and he, he wouldn't give him anything. And there was uh, the, the guy that... Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's last name now. Andy, the guy who was playing. Kaufman? Yeah. He was the the wrestler that he had beefed with in real life. Jim was just being terrible to that guy because he was in character and like just God. starting fights with him that weren't part of the movie that were like off the set. And it was just like, what what would drive someone to do this? And the explanations Jim Carrey gives, it's like, yeah, I could see that near the beginning, but once you're that far into it, like it doesn't explain everything, man. But uh, yeah, it it was very entertaining, very well made, um, and I think it's. I see. I don't really like how romanticized uh, method acting has become. Yeah, I don't either. Because Jared Leto has ruined it. Well, I and I think this movie does a good job of ruining it in a good way, where it's just like. Yeah, maybe pump the brakes on this a little bit. This this seems like it could cause some lasting damage to uh, a person as well as some relationships. Um, my, my favorite, it's either Little Evil or The Babysitter. Bright is okay. Is The Babysitter good? Dude, The Babysitter is phenomenal. Oh, okay. I didn't hear much like, about it. I mean, it's very like it's it knows what it is. Okay. Like it's it's it, it it's aware that it, yeah. Like it, and it's not bad. It's like a, like you know what the basic premise is. Uh, vaguely. Remind I me. I knew it. at one point. I don't want to spoil it. I, I don't want to spoil it because I I didn't know what it was going into it. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was something else. I mean, you you can tell me what, like the Netflix description would be. Like before I don't remember the, what the Netflix description No, I mean, was. like, that idea. It's like, what what would they tell you? Like, what would be on the IMDb page for what the All movie I'm gonna is? All I'm going to tell you is it's this boy is, like, it's about a babysitter and, and a boy. Okay. Staying. It's not much. 
No, I can't tell you what it is. Like, I don't know a good way to say it without it being like immediately like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Oh, okay. But it like... You don't have to tell me then. Because I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't read anything. I just watched it thinking it was going to be like a stocky like horror film, you know, uh-huh. like a... But no, it's like it's like Cabin in the Woods, like not oh. as meta as Ca- it's not as meta as Cabin in the Woods, but it, it like it knows like that it's you know, and like some of the deaths are like really satisfying and like it has like a decent story. I really liked it. Uh, Little Evil was good too, though. It was about uh, the Antichrist. It's like basically like the Omen. Yeah. Um, but he's got a stepdad. It's like a comedy. It's like a comedy horror. Um, oh yeah. With a, I can't think of his name, Adam. Yeah, yeah, and I know um, what you're talking about. I saw a trailer for that a while back, and I was like, "That that looks really funny." Yeah, it was really. It's like about the like the stepdad like trying to get his stepson's love, <laughs> but his stepson Adam Scott. But yeah, his stepson is like the Antichrist. Yeah, like he's, so he's bringing like, the end of days. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like a there's like a Adam Scott's like friend uh, is a stepmom, but she's like a butch. She's a lesbian. Okay, and she's like. So she's also going through the same thing with, like, her stepkid. <laughs> but, you know, he's not the Antichrist. <laughs> like, it's really, really, really funny. I really enjoyed it. And Bright was Bright was okay. I'm kind of changing my opinion on it the more... It's definitely not the best. I think you should watch it and form your own opinion because critics hate it. Really? Critics are hate it's it? Like the, are saying it's, like, the worst movie of 2017. It's definitely not the worst movie I, of I'm seeing a lot of people say, uh, yo, Bright was pretty good. You should go watch it. Yeah, that's what well, that was my opinion was, like, it's, like, great. But then it, it has, like, it's it's very weird pacing. Max Landis does that, though. He has, like, extremely weird pacing. When you were describing it to me, and I was it, like, it's Zootopia. <laughs> that's the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, at first I thought it was, like, at first, I thought Max Landis was just like maybe a, not a great writer, which he's not a great writer. Yeah. But I thought maybe his pacing issues were like unintentional. But the more I watch his movies, I'm like, maybe he's intentionally pacing stuff like this. Like maybe he thinks this is the best way to pace stuff. That's his dad wrote an American Werewolf in London, so I mean it's kind of hard to. Yeah. Yeah, but like deliberately bad pacing is something that I'm noticing people using. Like uh, Zodiac, which I finally saw recently has deliberately lethargic pacing to make you feel exhausted and feel like can we just get over it like can we just move on like yeah like i I don't care about knowing what happened i just care about can we move on so i don't know maybe that maybe that is the point yeah maybe not so much in this one he's been a total uh total d-bag about it though wait who has like he's he's max landis he's like gone off twitter and stuff because he was like attacking man don't People, people, people were attacking him, and then he was like trying to defend it, and then eventually he just stopped. But he did delete a tweet, like when the movie was being made. He tweeted that uh, he he thinks this might be his Star Wars, oh. which is a, a, comp- a really dumb thing to say. Yeah, don't say that. Not everyone gets um, a Star Wars, and people uh, people attacked him for it. So he deleted it, and then he got off Twitter. I feel like, see, but, he did. He wrote Chronicle, and I watched Chronicle, and I didn't. I didn't really care for it. But I think what I didn't like about Chronicle wasn't the writing. But then yeah. I saw American Ultra. I liked American Ultra. It, it, it's fine. I I think I I didn't really like the characters that much in it, and I think it kind of relied on liking the characters I like, more. I liked uh, Topher Grace's character. Yeah. I mean, he's a I, he's a villain, but I, I think Jesse Eisenberg 
I, I think Jesse Eisenberg can be a fantastic actor if he's given good material. And that's what makes me think it, it, it just, I don't know, it, it wasn't there for me. It, I kind of, I watched it and then was like, all right, I guess I watched that. Like, I didn't feel the need to talk to anyone about it after I saw it. It was yeah. like, I guess it's just kind of happened. But I still yeah, want to see. That's kind of how. Yeah. Bright. I was going to say that's kind of how bright okay. is for me now. I probably mm. wouldn't mention that to anybody now. There are some like really funny moments and people are criticizing it for like really dumb things. They're like, like that makes a lot of noise. Uh, oh, that's weird. Will Smith at what point references Shrek and it takes place in a universe where like orcs and all that and magic and fairies and like elves. That and is really for, like, weird. <laughs> thousands of years and people are like like so wait sh- there's a movie about shrek but like he exi- how does he exist when orcs and stuff exist and it's like that's a really nitpicky thing to say but that also people are like yeah but people are like yeah but people are like yeah but if the movie was good like you wouldn't even think to pick, to nitpick it and i'm like no that's not true at all i'm like yeah there's but that, plenty that of good movies like- that people nitpick to death it still feels like a really weird nitpicky thing. Like, there's a bigger thing you could nit like you could be like, if all this stuff has existed, why is society the exact same? Except there's like an elf town and an orc town, and like. Well, I mean, that's. But it's like that's the idea. Yeah, that's the like, point. That's kind of the uh, maybe satire that's going on. I could see I that know. as it's, being. It's, it starts out really bad. Like the first twenty minutes are, are just awful, and then mm-hmm. once the actual thing starts happening, like the actual plot gets moving, it's like, I enjoyed it. Okay. I would still I would watch it again. It's a little long. I'm probably gonna watch it uh, but, relatively soon. Uh, okay, I have so interest in it. What did we choose? <clears throat> what did I choose? I'm gonna choose the babysitter. Okay. Gerald's game was really good too, though. Uh, I really like Gerald's game. Okay. Uh, best CGI'd person in a movie. Best CGI'd um, person. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049. You had. Uh, <laughs> What's her face? Rachel. Yeah. And then Logan, that's kind of a spoiler. Oh, shit, sorry. Uh, and then Logan, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be spoilers at this point. Logan, we had the... Uh, young Logan, basically. Young Logan. If you were, were going to see 2049, you would have already seen it. Um, probably. Uh, <laughs> Guardians I mean, of the no Galaxy one saw 2. 2049, to be fair. That's what I'm saying. The people that really wanted to see it yeah. saw it. Like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, we had Kurt Russell being de-aged. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean had a Jack Sparrow at the age, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And then Justice League had Superman's face. Yeah, his upper lip was CGI. And, Man, I think overall that was pretty good CGI to make his, his mustache disappear. But there's a few choice shots that are just yeah, priceless of how goofy they look. I think the best one, I wish Rogue One had come out this year because it would be the worst one. Yeah, uh, same. I think everyone said that Rachel looked bad in 2049, but I oh, thought no, she I looked good. Oh no, I disagree completely. I'm picking her as the I best. I didn't even. Yeah, me too. Like that it blew confused my mind me when I saw it because I was like, "Is that a different actress?" Yeah, I was thinking they got a perfect look alike. I didn't know it was CGI until I read it later. Yeah, I realized it once I was looking at her, and I was like, "I was like, no, that's definitely Rachel." But I was like, "That can't be an actress." Well, I had I they didn't must have seen gotten... the original in a good. Good, good uh, I watched time. it like immediately okay. before. I, I, I think I, I the last time it. I saw the final cut was 2012. So I, I, I was in my brain. I was like, that's a really good lookalike. That looks just like her. Yeah. No, I, did. I, I, I had no idea it was CG. One. A good runner up though is I think Logan and 
Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. I thought Kurt Russell looked good. Yeah. Well, I think he still. I mean, good. Kurt Russell is a good-looking guy. He's Kurt Russell. <laughs> um, I'd say the worst, and I didn't. I didn't watch. No, oh, I, I know the Superman. worst. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a Superman because I. I just can't. His face looks so. And 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 most of the people in the action scenes were CGI'd. No, Steppenwolf. I was gonna say Peter Steppenwolf Person. is Does the worst. <laughs> Well, Steppenwolf is an effect, but he was the single most ugly CG effect I've seen in a good time. So we could have almost just done big gray villains. That could have been a category. Big gray villains. The best big gray because you got Steppenwolf, you've got uh, Ares, uh, Jack Sparrow's. Uh, oh yeah, not Benicio del Toro. Um, Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier, well, hmm. Javier Bardem was he was a good villain. Actually, Javier Bardem was a good hero. Never mind. Great. I didn't watch it. Boy. Great, uh, <laughs> More on that later. No, I'm going I'm to give it to Superman because I didn't actually get a, a good chance to see Jack Sparrow. I've only seen a couple pictures, and that's not really... It's it's in when it's in motion that you can really yeah. tell. It, it looks... It, it's pretty goofy. I'm, I'm going to give it to Superman as well. He looks super young anyway. I don't know why they de-aged him. Yeah. Like, Johnny Depp looks pretty young. It's kind of amazing. They could have make like done makeup on him. I've got a uh... okay. No, so, you know what? Yeah, Hold we'll up. That. I am gonna say no. Johnny Depp looked the worst because there is some ways he moves in that particular scene that just they it just looks wrong, like uncanny valley. Yeah, yeah, it's uncanny valley, especially when he smiles at one point, and it's like ew, don't smile. I read a theory. Uh, I read a theory that James Cameron. Uh, is completely unaffected by the uncanny valley. That he does, he he just. James Cameron can't isn't see a it. human, I guess. It would explain well, a that's lot. What, they're they're saying that like there's there must be something in his head where he can't notice it because he does like a bunch of CGI like Alita looks super weird. I mean intentionally, but there's something that that's saying he doesn't real like recognize how odd that looks. You mean like, like he with it looks uh... good. like Avatar or any of them like. Well, I think Avatar they did a pretty good job, and it helps because the uh, yeah, that's true. The, the the aliens were aliens, and you, you're not trying to imagine them as humans. Yeah, I think they d- they did a lot of good work on making sure their eyes looked kind of believable, because that's what you're gonna look at. But um, man, Alita Battle Angel. Yeah, doesn't look very no. good. Looks, um, looks pretty bad. Best and worst, or uh, let's do most disappointing movie. Of no, we'll do that later. We'll do best horror movie, best and worst horror movie of 2017. Um, we have it, Get Out, Gerald's Game, Cold of Chucky, It Comes at Night, Alien Covenant, Jigsaw, Mother, Rings. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Double X, I guess. XX and Flatliners. Did you see any of those? I saw Get Out. Yeah, I saw Get Out. Um... Annabelle Creation. Don't Breathe was not this year, right? No. <sighs> Jeepers Creepers 3. Nah. Leatherface. Life. The Mummy. I really want... I wanted to see Leatherface and Jigsaw. I need to see them. I, uh, what interests me I about Leatherface is how div- divisive it seems to be. It's how people seem to either love it or hate it. 
I think it's whether you like horror movies or you don't like horror movies. I mean, like, do you, do you like tropes or you don't, or do you not like tropes? Yeah, like, like, are you connected? To, like, are you a horror movie fan, hmm. or do you like occasionally like horror movies? You well, know, I think like, I occasionally like horror movies, but the ones that I like, I really like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, I can watch a really shitty horror movie and be fine. Like, I'll, I'll oh, yeah, like, I can, enjoy it. I can, I can watch the bad ones, and I'm not offended by them. I don't know. I guess I just need to watch it. Crane Room was 2016. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess you'll have to choose one that's... Um... I'll choose the one that I saw and it's Get Out. All right, good choice. Uh, I'm going to go with It. Stephen King's It, 2017. Yeah. I think it's the best horror movie of 2017. Um, Maybe Mother. I really did enjoy Mother, but I think Mother's more of a, a suspense thriller yeah. than an actual horror movie. That's a fun it stressed, me out. stressed me out pretty good, I'll tell you that. I was uh I was max stressed. <laughs> I've I've heard um that's another movie that's been really divisive. Like a whole In fact, you're one of the only people I've seen actually enjoy Mother. I really enjoyed it. I think it did what it was supposed to do. It made me super uncomfortable. It does make you really uncomfortable. And I think a lot of people don't Don't like that. Handle that yeah, they don't handle it well and so they're just like, No, that's bad. <laughs> And but wasn't it, it marketed all wrong? Yeah, I it, I didn't expect it. Pro- I watched one trailer and went in and was like, "Whoa!" Probably people. <sighs> probably people were expecting one thing because of the trailer and got something really uncomfortable, and that maybe why they didn't like it. Yeah, because yeah, it looked more like a horror movie than it looked more like straight up horror than it yeah. did uncomfortable. I mean, it's, there's some horrifying things in it, but it's not the way... It's like when people say horror movie. There's a difference in a horror movie and a scary movie. Well, there's a like big the difference Shining. between horror and thriller. Yeah, well, like The Shining is a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And movies like Jason, you know, Friday the 13th, like part four, yeah, it's a, horror like movie. a scary movie. Have you s- I'd say it's a scary uh, movie. Oh, well, I, I meant like horror versus... Um, horror versus thriller like suspense thriller. like scary thriller yeah. yeah like heavenly creatures is a thriller and it's very disturbing but i haven't seen that it's one of peter jackson's early films but and it's based on a true story it's pretty messed up but it looks scary but um yeah it, I, I wouldn't call it a horror film even though there is some really horrific stuff that happens it i wouldn't consider it horror i don't know that's kate winslet's first movie yeah um, yeah, I'd say I'd say it. It was like really, really good. It. I think it is one of the few times in a long time where we've had a horror movie that's just been a total crowd pleaser. Yeah, it sold crazy. Yeah, like it, it has it like a huge everyone, success. I haven't heard anyone complain except people that are like the nineties was better. It's not. The nineties <laughs> is great. I love it. It has like a a soft like a a whole part of my heart is dedicated to that movie. Yeah. But it's not better than. It's not a better film. Like the, the original It, man, that's that's one of the reasons that messed me up on clowns. It was like clowns bother me, and I think that's yeah. that's a big reason why. Also, I, I saw it when I was really little, so that probably helped. But uh, um, I have I, I hear a lot of people that are just like, yeah, the twenty seventeen is just a much better movie. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's Stephen King's It, it twenty seventeen is. It doesn't have a uh, TV budget either. Yeah. Like it was a miniseries, but it was like a, I mean, it's a miniseries budget. It's yeah. not a, a film budget. 
Um, worst horror movie, in my opinion, was Alien Covenant. No, it wasn't. It was, it was that Double X movie. It was like wasn't Double X an anthology? To... Yeah, it still counts. They were all four bad. Oh really? I heard one of them was actually but, really good. No, they're all four terrible, and then that's weird. The because first one is the. Wait a second. Wait a second. When did the what? invitation come out? Uh, I don't know. Was the inv- the first one? Was the invitation twenty seventeen? First... No, twenty fifteen. Ah oh, shoot! I saw it this I year and it. I loved it. The the director the director of the inv- no don't tell me don't, oh okay the, Never, I thought you were about to start talking about the story no. the director of the invitation did one of the XX shorts and I heard that that was the good one so the invitation was phenomenal uh, though the invitation well see XX the only thing about it is that it's all four directed by women that's like it's that's yeah. like it's pull the XX is and it's uh, like chromosomes. Yeah, and it's none of them are good. It's not that they're directed. I didn't even know that they were all directed by women until mm-hmm. I watched a video. I watched a like a a review of XX on which one did she do? It doesn't tell me which one she did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it her only living son. Oh wait, no. Okay, her only living son was pretty decent. Okay. It, I was hearing that it, it was the only good one in the bunch from a lot of people. It's still, in my opinion, not great. Mm-hmm. But it, it it is certainly better than the other ones. The first one starts out really good, and then just you never get an answer, ever. Oh, that just bothers me to no end. And it, it's such a mystery, too. Like, it's it's built around what this kid sees in this box. Like, a, he's on a subway train. Uh-huh. He's sitting next to this stranger who's holding a present. And then the kid's like, what's in the box? And, like the stranger like opens it and he looks in you don't see what's in the box and then he stops eating he like stop like the kid will, will like refuses to eat and gets like super sick oh. and then he tells his like sister what's in the box and she stops eating and then you never find out what's in the box <sighs> that's it's never it, like the family goes through it like they all are just like emaciated at the end and like emaciated like, this weird emaciated yeah emancipated this, uh, that's what I was trying to say <laughs> there's this uh there's this like dream sequence where like they're eating the mother, like she's laying on the dining room table and they're like eating out off her legs and stuff, and like it's really cool. And then she just wakes and then she's like the next scene she's normal and so it's like just a dream. Ah, uh, that's weird and and not satisfying. Yeah, I need to watch the invitation then. Um, no, XX was definitely the worst. Like they were all just there was, one's not even like scary and makes <clears throat> no sense. Like the husband dies on his daughter's birthday, so. His wife like hides the body inside like this giant like panda suit, and then like the panda suit head comes off at the end. Like everyone at the party sees her, she's dead. But he dies of like a pill overdose or something. It's like it's not even horror. It's just it's like what? Why would she yeah, do any of this? That, just call that, it. Like I know it's your daughter's birthday, but there are much more important things. That almost seems like it could be done better as dark humor. I mean, it kind of tries, but it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't do it well. Anyway, that's the worst horror movie, uh, definitely. Um, best comic book movie? Oh, this is the toughest one. <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Logan, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League, Lego Batman, Wonder Woman, Power Rangers, Captain Underpants, Kingsman 2, Atomic Blonde. For me, just talking strict comic book movies. Strict as it gets. 
Probably Logan. And I love really? I loved Thor Ragnarok. And Thor Ragnarok is, my, Ragnarok is my favorite MCU film. I, yeah, I still absolutely. think it's my favorite one. But I agree with you. I was going to go with Logan. Lo- um, Logan is just it's so I, just thinking of the beginning. Think of how it begins, thinking about how it ends and then remembering all the stuff in the middle. It's like, yeah. ugh, it's just so good. And like other than like some like bad CGI towards the yeah, end, yeah. I have like no no complaints with like anything in that movie. Mm-hmm. Thought it was perfect. I thought I thought I like how they were like subtle about what Xavier did. Uh huh. Yeah, they didn't beat you. Like, over I the like head. how they didn't. Yeah, I X twenty four coming back. I enjoyed because I know it was like heavy handed, like him fighting his past demons or whatever. Yeah. But I was fine with that because that's a very comic booky mm-hmm. thing to have happened. Yep. God, it's so good. And just I'm just remembering the trailer. L- Lara was such a good actress. Like, yeah, so was. effective. I really hope they keep her. I liked and like, how she has a scowl. Like, Wolverine has yeah. a scowl. Like, I associate that actress that actress with her scowl. It's like, yeah, that's effective. I, I think the MCU, or not MCU, I think Disney should shelve Wolverine for like a decade or so, or like 15 mm-hmm. years, and keep X-23. Yeah, I'd be fine and with then that. Do some, then do some multiverse stuff where like Wolverine comes out and... You know, yeah, have it because that would be a newer, younger Wolverine or whatever. That'll give Daphne. Uh, damn it, I look up her name every time. <laughs> Daphne, I'm surprised I remember the first part of it this time. Daphne Keen. Yeah, that'll give her time to to grow. You yeah. know, into the young adult. Um. God. Yeah, Logan is so good. I'm, I'm Worst ex- comic book movie. I'm excited that Disney is. I mean, they haven't confirmed this yet, but they're talking about having an R-rated brand for Marvel mm-hmm. because that solves a lot of the issues where it's like kids parents take their kids to an R-rated Marvel film because it's Marvel but it's like nah here's our logo it's different it's like Marvel whatever and this is the R-rated yeah. brand that you know well, and that ducks a lot are, of that like, stuff that Disney wants nothing to do with I hate when parents complain about that and they're like oh I took my kid to see this movie it was you know so bad and they're like it's, it's rated R you need, like, idiot <laughs> Yeah, but they're like that's what they say. They're like they they need to sh- you know let you know that it's going to be that bad. And they're like, oh, you mean like an R rating? Yeah, maybe? they do like, every time. What are you I mean, talking about? You have to be an adult to get the ticket. How how obvious can God. they make it for you? But anyway, Disney still will want to give that a wide berth. Like they'll they'll want to yeah. be very obvious about it. So I think that's a good idea, and it means we'll still get movies like Deadpool and Logan. Yeah, and it'll be a few years before they even get... I think it's like a year and six months before they even get the rights. Yeah, okay. Um, that gives them time to kind of figure out what they go and be doing. But yeah. Worst comic book movie? Worst comic book movie? It's Justice League. Yeah, unfortunately. Probably. Cause I can't, probably Justice League. I mean, League. Kingsman 2 was probably bad, but I didn't see it. And <laughs> it's, just, it's Justice League. It's, it's just so... It's so disappointing that it's so bad. It wasn't even... I mean, it's disappointing that it's bad, but I didn't expect it to be good. So, like, I, I have a category for most disappointing movie of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's just, disappointing it's, in the grand scheme of the Justice League, but I wasn't... I was only somewhat disappointed going into it because I had low expectations, but it somehow went beneath them, and I was like... <sighs> it was exhausting. Yeah, because after, after Wonder Woman, it almost brought... I was like, okay. Uh-huh. I was like, maybe. And then they were like, we're going to do the rewrites. I mean, you could probably just listen to our old episodes and hear me being like, well, they're rewriting it, so maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe you know. it'll turn out. I, I was I was right and right up to the point where I was in the movie theater and sat down. I was like, who knows? Maybe this will actually Maybe. be actually be great. And then like within twenty minutes, I was like, it's not gonna be great. Yeah, I've been trying to like trying to go into movies that I think are gonna be bad and being like, I've been trying to stop talking about movies. That I that I was like, oh yeah, that movie sucks. Before I even see it, like, yeah, because I, I want to enjoy something. Yeah, because I've tried to been like, I think this will suck, dude. Power but I don't Rangers, know that it does suck. I gave it a shot. That movie's great. It's a terrible Power Rangers movie, but it's a great coming of age movie. So I, you know, I, I didn't see that movie because I was like, I don't like the way that looks and it looks bad. But when then yeah. when I actually rented it and saw it, it was like, that was that was really good. Surprisingly, really good. Alpha Five was useless, but he looks useless. Yeah, most he should burn. Man, the the actors did a great job. It was a, a good spin on a lot of the older characters. Like uh, if <laughs> this, I know this is silly, but if Logan and Thor Ragnarok hadn't come out, Power Rangers might have been my third choice. Even after, even over Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh no, I forgot about that. If that and, also and hadn't Spider- come out, if all of these and Spider Man and Spider Man Homecoming, if all of these. Okay, if Marvel didn't exist, <laughs> and Lego Batman, <sighs> and Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> so, so Power Rangers was all right. Nowhere near the top eight, <laughs> but it was it was better than I expected it to be. Um, best action movie. Atomic Blonde, John Wick 2, Baby Driver, Logan Lucky, Triple X 3, The Exiting, The Foreigner, <laughs> The Hitman's Bodyguard, Bright. It's John Wick 2. Yeah, it's John Wick it's 2. Wick. It's hands it's down. Wick you know what's insane? I saw Logan and John Wick 2 one day apart from each other. That's crazy. I think I did too. I think it was like a couple days, but... Yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw those almost back to back, and I was just... I, you could not bring me down from where I was. I was just like, ah, these movies are so good. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Logan could be an action movie. Yeah, it had good action. Oh, John Wick 2 is still a better action yes. movie than Logan is an action movie. Mm-hmm. Man, God, Logan was so good. So was John Wick yeah. 2. I really liked Atomic Blonde. I know you didn't, but uh, I really see, liked But the... I really liked the action in Atomic, in Atomic Blonde. See, I really liked the characters. I liked the setting. I liked the, the I liked the plot. setting... And I, 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 no, I didn't like the characters. Like, I like James McAvoy. A James lot. McAvoy was fine, but I don't know his his character arc felt kind of half baked to me. And Charlize Theron, or what was her name? It wasn't Atomic Blonde. Um, I don't. Know. I don't remember her they, name. They, but she was just not a character. Like she was a force of nature, and that's fine. But she, she seemed like Lorraine. she had a more Lorraine Broughton, huh? Lorraine Broughton. Yeah, okay. It seemed like she had a more complex motivation for what she was doing than John Wick would have. But she had way less personality than John Wick has, which is boy, that's saying something. John Wick. I still had a lot of fun with it, though. I, like it, I had it, fun with the action, and that was about it. The twists and turns of the story, just. Even when I did not expect the the very last twist at the ending. What was the very, the very last twist? Last, uh, spoilers for Atomic Blonde that she's actually an American. That she works for the CIA. Because at first you you thought she was MI six, and yeah. then they were like, "Oh, maybe she's a Russian." Yeah. And then at the very end, she gets on the plane with John Goodman, 
and she speaks in an American accent. I was like, hey, cool. I, I think I think if John Wick did not exist, Atomic Blonde would be held yeah, it in would. almost the same regard yeah. that John Wick is held. I remember seeing the the trailers for Atomic Blonde and thinking, oh my god, I already want a crossover Atomic Blonde John Wick oh, movie. I would, I would absolutely take a crossover. Yeah, I'll take a crossover if it's directed by the John Wick guys. She could hunt down... She could hunt down... Uh, John I mean, yeah, you want them to fight in the beginning, and then at the end, you want them to like back to back. I really like. I really liked it. I like the action. I like the. I didn't have any complaints about it really, but that was one. It's also one of those things when you asked, like, should I see it in theaters? I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I how do you not know? <laughs> but I also have like you know like. I have a different opinion on most stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I mean, I would go see it, but it's kind of hard to tell someone to go, because that was before Movie Pass. It's kind of hard to tell someone to go spend yeah. at least eight bucks. Yeah, it's, it's, you know. I, I honestly could have, I could have seen myself falling asleep in that movie if I watched it too late. Like I saw it in the morning and halfway through, I was like, normally it's like, I'm going to get, I'm going to pause the movie and go get some food and eat the food while I watch the movie. But, I walked away from the movie to go get food, came back, and was like, oh, I should pause this. Paused it, ate my food. Then when I was done, then I was like, I guess I should watch the rest of it, and I hit play. See, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I just wasn't feeling it, I guess. I have worst action movie, but I don't... I don't know. Justice yeah, I, League. I, it's hard. Yeah, it's not really an act. I mean, I, I mean, guess. the, the okay, action yeah. was especially bad, though. Justice League, we'll just throw it in there. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. Justice League, worst action film. Um, Best and worst characters? Worst character is Steppenwolf. I'm just saying that right off the bat. There is not a character worse than Steppenwolf. Okay, that's fair. Because another character can maybe at least be... There can be a debate, an argument, and maybe someone can hate them. I can't even hate Steppenwolf. He was just... Just not even a character. So that's my pick. Um... I'm trying to think if there was like a a worse character. I kind of I almost want to say Jared Leto mm. in 2049, but it's not because he was See, particularly bad, it's just because <clears throat> he wasn't there was no point. Yeah. in him. And I think it's a shame that we're not getting the third movie because the third movie could fix so much I think, I think we will i think we will get a third movie i think it's just gonna have a, a much smaller budget it also might, so might I think, take i mean this is dallas this is a worse situation than dread 2 yeah but i think it will do it has a bigger pop it has a bigger fan base and a bigger cult where were they? they they didn't go see the movie i don't know i, I i'm i mean i'm wondering because I, I feel like it's gonna do I'm, way better in blu-ray sales it'll do well in blu-ray just like dread did but i I mean, they're like, when people say it has a cult following, I'm like, I, I guess they don't go see movies. Because it was that, like I mean, one of the biggest flops in of the past decade. A a yep. massive failure. Like, Well, I mean, it also came out... Without much competition. 30 years later, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it, it came, and it's a very tailored to people that saw the original movie. Like... I guess a lot of those people died of old age before it came out. That's not. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that didn't. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's what well, you can't expect. 
I think 30 years, unless it's something like Star Wars, you can't expect 30 years later a sequel to do just as, you know, like to do anywhere near as well as you think it would. Yeah. But we're also in like a, a we're also in a very tight Blade Runner circle. So we're all like, yeah, Blade Runner's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, but, like, I love Blade Runner. Yeah. I love that universe. But, and I went to go see the movie. But, I mean, and it, there was this culture of, We'll, we'll get no, no, it. We'll get into that later. I'm gonna change my opinion. I'm gonna change my choice. What's your choice to worst character? Yeah, I think the worst character was um, what's her name in um, Alien Covenant. Uh, the main character. Yeah, she was pretty stupid. She was just all the, no. All the characters in Alien Covenant yeah. are the worst characters. Yeah, <laughs> that's except fair. for David. <laughs> Yeah, ex- except for uh, my, anything Michael Fassbender did. Yeah, he was at least acting his his awful material really well. And you I'll could tell, do the fingering. You could tell he was two different characters. Yeah. Even when he, like, I could tell which character was on screen. He was playing two completely different uh, androids with repressed oh. emotions. And there was, you, you could tell he was doing a good job. God, it was so good. But that movie is awful. Yeah, the movie is that, worse that than was, Justice League. We're moving that to, uh, yeah, most disappointing movie. Yeah, of, oh. uh, 2017. I think it's Covenant because Justice League was bad. Did we, did we say what the best character? We did worst oh, characters. No, um, best character is, I think it's K. Oh, from, from Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The more I think about it, he is why I like that movie. I don't like that money that movie because of Harrison Ford. I, I don't like it because of Jared Leto. I don't like it for anything other than K and K's entire story arc that gets completed and is really satisfying. K's yeah. a great character. And However, he, best character of twenty seventeen is Logan. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good choice too. So ye, uh, so you said most disappointing. I feel like Logan wouldn't be as good of a character without all of the years developed for seventeen years. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Because that's when a lot of people are like, because I think if I'd watched Logan and had not grown up with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for seventeen years, I think I would have just been like, "Thing is, how can you know?" Because he's so deeply ingrained in pop culture. That's what I'm saying. But I don't. I, I thought about that movie with anyone other than Hugh Jackman being Wolverine, and I was like, it doesn't hold the same weight. Yeah, but. You you so also I, I think thought about with people that I think would be good Tom or good Wolverines like Tom Hardy and mm-hmm. I was like it's if it, if I had seen Tom Hardy in Logan it wouldn't have meant anywhere near as much. Well, are, are you going from the context of it's been Tom Hardy the whole time or no they recast they well rec- of course not. <laughs> no, I'm saying take that basic plot, take that movie, and then cut away that I know Hugh Jackman is Wolverine for 17 I, years. See, and it, I think you can take Logan and take away the mutants and make it a western, and I would still like that character that much. Maybe not as much as I do. Much. I would still think it was a great character because it, it was... He, he has a really good character arc in it. And he's actually an anti-hero. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care about anything other than Professor The things X, he cares the majority about. Yeah. Of the movie. Um, but that's... I don't know that that you have so many so many conditions have to be met to really test whether it, it wouldn't be that good, 
And I don't think I think it would still be good, but I don't think it would hold the emotional weight that it held. But the movie was almost certainly made for him. It was made for Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, okay, if we're saying base, best characters of 2017 that were new in 2017, probably K. Yeah. So I, I'll say it's Ryan Gosling. So I'm not gonna argue. I'll, with that. I'll say K in that context. But if we're saying my favorite Just character in out. a movie that came out in 2017, it's Logan. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good choice. Um, <clears throat> most disappointing movie? Yeah, yeah was, Alien Covenant. I think so, because I bit hard. Mm-hmm, me too. On the trailers. I bit super hard. Fantastic that that was poster. Awful. It was a phenomenal, like, hype. Great poster, great, like, trailer, great. And, then and, the and you're thinking, they've learned from Prometheus. Clearly, nope. they, seem to, they seem to be doing everything they can to say Prometheus you know we're not doing that we're, we're doing Alien again and it's Ridley Scott doing Alien and then you watch it and it's Prometheus yeah and then like I don't need to know the alien origin at all I don't need to know where they come from I liked it better when they were just like there they're just an alien that you found I don't need to know that humanity yeah. created the android and the android created the alien nope. it's completely unnecessary and that alien creates bodies dead bodies I think <laughs> I think Ridley Scott just needs to do his Android movie. He's he's like I think Alien needs to like he's he's quoted has been quoted as saying that the Alien movies need to move away from the Alien. And I'm like just do a Why? different movie. Do a different, franchise. Do a different franchise. Do an yeah, Android like you do movie. This, you could do the same thing where the androids create life and it's a different Yeah, it doesn't have to be it's Alien. Not the alien. It, it you don't have to start retconning alien. the different points of its transformation where when it's a chest burster it has the arms and a fully developed head yeah that makes no sense <laughs> it breaks continuity uh, anyway yeah alien covenant most um, disappointing uh is there yeah. is there a biggest surprise to counter that most disappointing yeah we can biggest because i'll say power rangers i'll give power rangers that award head. i'm making up i'm making Close. up that award just for power rangers i don't know if there's anything i watched that i was like super surprised by I normally, if I don't think a movie's going to be good, I, w- I will not watch it for a long time. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't watch Power Rangers until it was on video. And I had to hear from other people that it was weird, it was good in unexpected ways. And it, it sure was. I'll say that's the biggest surprise, but if I had gone into it, see, if I had gone into it expecting Power Rangers, I would have been disappointed. But if you go into it expecting... Um, you know, Chronicle, but if it was fun, it was basically Power Rangers. Yeah, I can't, I don't see any movie that I watched that I was like surprised. Hmm. There's gotta be something that I was like, oh, that's better than I thought it was gonna be. Probably some horror movie I watched. I think Ragnarok was better than I thought it was gonna be, just because I didn't really know what to expect. I, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be incredible. Yeah. I went in there thinking it was going to be the best thing ever, and then it was the best thing well, ever. Well, I, I saw I it uh, opening weekend before everyone was saying – well, a lot of critics were saying it was amazing, but there's been plenty of times where I've I, I've not gelled with critics at all. But, yeah, it, it was – it didn't feel like any of the two previous Thor movies, and that was absolutely to its credit – had a completely different tone and a, vo- a different yeah. feel and it was a good tone and feel also it was jeff goldblum in it should have been a dead giveaway it's gonna gonna be a gonna be a good time yeah i can't i don't see anything 
I don't see anything that wasn't like that wasn't super surprising to me. I mean, that wasn't like I should have made a list before, but I wasn't expecting to do this category. So yeah, I, I was just saying to counter the disappointment, do something surprising. Yeah, and I wanted I wanted um, to give Power Rangers something because I think it I think it deserves at least a little more lip service, at least. Better, better than uh, the ninth best super comic book movie yeah. to come out this year. <laughs> the ninth best comic book movie and the biggest surprise. Um, no, you okay, can argue uh, Wonder Woman was a surprise because it was a good DCEU movie. Yeah. Okay. Ah, damn it! Split came out in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That's weird. It says 2016 on IMDb. And, no, it came out January 20th, 2017. Oh, maybe it was like uh, they had reviews coming out for it in 2016. That's weird how that works. It gets all fuzzy. No, I'd say, I'm going to say Split. I think okay. Split was more surprising to me. Because it's Shyamalan. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed The Visit before that. But I still was like... Skeptical. Yeah. I was like, okay, that was a fluke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he got good again by accident. Um, okay, best... Movie that you didn't see this year? Best movie that I didn't see. Probably it. Nice. Good choice. I'm going to go with uh, Wolf Depota, which is War of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh! Oh, shoot! I forgot about that movie again! I wanted to... Or War for the Planet yeah, War for the... War of the Planet of the Apes. I really I really wanted to see that. No, I loved the, I think the second one. The second one was amazing. I think it's War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it's War for oh, the okay, Planet Okay, War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Yeah, I really yeah, need to see that. I think that. that's that or um, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which is Martin McDonough's. Oh yeah, okay. Most recent, because it was good. It looked good. I didn't see it. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. But some people are like, "That's the worst movie of 2017," and I'm like, "You guys are idiots. oh really? That's the best movie I've never seen. What are you talking <laughs> about?" Yeah, but I've only heard like I think it's. I've met people that didn't like In Bruges and who also didn't oh, like Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, I, so I'm like, I met people who hated In Bruges, like thought it was one of the worst movies ever made. And I was like, yeah, you're not someone I'm going to spend too much time talking to. I was like, I don't see how you could. I, I can kind of see how you it. could dislike Seven Psychopaths because it's kind of all over the place. And yeah, maybe... it has Tom Waits in it. That's all I needed. Yeah. It, it also had Sam Rockwell in it. I love Sam Rockwell. But uh, he needs more work. He does. Gosh, him and I'm not. I'm not saying Sam Rockwell is the second coming of Ethan Hawke, but he's close. He's close. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give it to him. Um, <laughs> second coming of great actors that aren't in enough stuff. Worst movie that you didn't see this year? Um, hmm. I don't know. I saw a lot of the bad ones. Alien Covenant, Justice League. Uh, I'm going to say uh, The Mummy. Is oh, yeah. Uh, that's year. an easy win. Yeah, that's a good it one. Looks, it looks bad. Oh, oh wait. There was a uh, there was an animated... Oh, no. The Emoji Movie. I didn't see the Emoji Movie. I, I'm going to say that oh, one. Oh, right. Right. That's a good one. The um, Mummy and the Emoji Movie. Wait, what's movie? the uh, best animated movie you saw this year? Coco. We'll just do a best because I didn't see a worst. Yeah. I'll say Coco. Coco was fantastic. Um, I'm going to say... God, no, I'm not. Hold on. I think... I swear this movie came out this year. I think Coco is the first time in a while that Pixar, first of all, has managed to get tears out of me. 
But second of all, I think it's the first time Pixar has gotten tears out of me without just doing everything they can to make you cry. Like mm, it because yeah. it's like there's the scene that I teared up at. It didn't seem like the point was yo cry at this. Like the beginning of Up. The beginning of Up is just like here's something Dude. miserable. <laughs> What in the world was that about? <laughs> I think it was really well that, done, uh, but it's just there to make you cry. I went and saw that with Michelle, and then, like, back when we were still dating, and, like, I was, like, crying at the very beginning. She was, too. She was, like, she was, I was, like, what is this? <laughs> so freaking sad. <laughs> I was, like, this has got to be better. Um, oh, wait. Surf's up to Wave Mania. Oh, yeah. Best <laughs> Because it has <laughs> John Cena as a film. penguin in it. Um, no, I think mine is either, I don't watch a lot of animated films, uh, either Loving Vincent, which is that movie that they made by painting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like each frame, like they, it was like every frame of painting artist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, but they like paint in Van Gogh's style and it's a biography of, it's like a biopic about Van Gogh. Oh, that's cool. I need to see that. It looks, yeah, it looks, it was pretty good. Um, and it may have just been because... It's really impressive. It cool. And Van Gogh's one of my favorite artists, so I may have just been I mean, like, that's, oh, this is that's cool. a fine reason to like a movie. Uh, it's the, either that or probably Justice League Dark. Oh, yeah. Justice League Dark was I a really great time. I really enjoyed Justice League Dark. Yeah. I didn't see like a Batman movie. It'd probably be a Batman movie. but Yeah. I, I was going to say Kubo and the Two Strings, but that was last year. Yeah. It was August. I, I think my, my, my top two were Lego Batman and Coco, and Coco gets the win. Lego Batman's cool. still one of the best Batman movies in a long time, though. Oh, I'll still say that. And I don't, I don't watch enough to do worst animated movie, but uh, worst animated movie was probably uh, Mochi movie. movie. Yeah, it was, it was probably awful. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it was probably bad. Maybe. Pretty sure I, d- I don't need to see it to know that, but I feel like since I've seen enough animated movies, I should be able to, I should be able to pick one. That I think was the worst, but I didn't know the Crudes two came out. I didn't know that either. I'm I'm assuming that was. Oh, it didn't. Oh, it's pushed back to 2020. Why does it say 2017? <laughs> I guess they're just lying. I guess so. Uh, shoot. I can't. Ants. Ants is the worst animated movie of 2017. Ants was good. I liked Ants. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Dude, the the Frozen short. That plays before Coco. That is the worst oh, animated okay. movie of 2017, and I did see it. And it was like it was more. It was almost a half hour long. It was it was that's insane. Excruciating. I like how people were confused. Yeah, like they thought they went to the wrong. Movie. Yeah, and like their kids were getting antsy. Don't make the kids antsy, guys. Yeah, why put a 20 minute in front of a kid's movie? Like, that's so dumb. Yeah, like they're expecting this movie, and it's like, oh, you're getting this one. And the kids are like, I want to see the real movie. Oh, Batman and Harley Quinn may have been the worst anime oh, movie in 2017. Yeah, just the I haven't seen it. I've I've just heard the stuff the plot I have seen, and it's it. like that's stupid and dumb. Yeah, and they both kiss Harley Quinn at the end or something. What is wrong like with Bruce che- Tim? On the cheek, I don't is, know. Is Bruce Tim just in this really outward, advanced stage of sexual frustration that he's just putting it in everything he directs, like? In, in the killing joke, he just added oh, God. all that stuff in the beginning that was just <sighs> painfully cringy and uncomfortable. And more sexist. 
Yeah. Then I like how we're like we're, we're gonna we're gonna adapt it for a modern audience. Uh, make make Batgirl a more uh, a stronger female character, and it's like just the most offensive, sexist stereotype stuff you could come up with. Like yeah, like she's useless without without Batman and without Batman. And I was like, that's and she sees that's, Batman as a father figure and then bangs him. God, jeez, <laughs> Almighty. The Killing Joke. I can't even worst, imagine. Worst animated movie of 2017. <laughs> um, okay, we're, we're here. Best and worst movie of 2017 that we actually saw. Okay. Um, i got to look up some, some bad movies I saw this year. Probably Justice League. But we'll do uh, best movie. We got Thor Ragnarok, Logan. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know your best movies. Hmm. Um. Well, see. Man, this is hard. Yeah, this is gonna be tough. The best movie. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I see. I don't want to. I don't want to say one because then I'm gonna. It's funny because it doesn't even matter. Like it's not like. Yeah, but like I, I don't want to say but, one and yeah. then kind of second guess myself and then think, oh, maybe I didn't like that that much. But that's kind of how I am because I think I'm gonna say something and then be like, "Oh wait, maybe it, maybe it was this." Maybe yeah, I feel, because I like forgot. I'm gonna second guess it as soon as I as soon as I point it out. <clears throat> oh wait, I wanna. Did we do a most underrated movie? We did not do a most underrated movie. Well, we did a mo- we did a, mo- a most like surprising. Yeah. I think I was most surprised by Ghost in the Shell. Keep really? in mind that I haven't seen I haven't seen the animated original. Okay, and so when everyone was like this is awful, like, this is the worst thing ever. And then I went in not knowing anything about it and just saw the live action, and I was like, no, I like that. I was like, that's a, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'd give it, like, a seven and a half. Like, I thought it was good, you know? Like, I'd watch it again. See, there's just... That's probably my most surprise. I, I still haven't seen it. I, I feel like I need to see it so I can so I can actually have an, have an actual opinion on it. But I saw one of the shots that's from the live action one that was taken straight from the animated one. And it's just yeah. worse. Like it, it just, it just looks worse than the original one because they, I don't know. It's like they missed the point of that shot, but they still wanted to have that shot in it. And like the lighting decision was all wrong. The the colors are all wrong. And it's like, I know they're not trying to make the same movie, but when they basically pull a shot straight from the original and just do it different in ways that make it worse. That's where I'm just like, yeah, I feel like gonna, this isn't a good idea. Yeah, if you're going to have, if, don't, I mean, if you're going to, just don't make it shot for, like, I know it's not shot for shot, yeah. but. Just, yeah. just make okay, it your so, own, you know? Best movie of 2017. Man, <laughs> we had some, we had a there lot There were some of good movies, movies yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Blade Runner 2049. Okay, I really liked it. I really really enjoyed it. Like when I came out of it, I was like, "Nah, that was good. Like that was awesome." Yeah, I, I because I loved I loved K. I love I don't want to do any spoilers, but I loved K. I loved the cinematography. I loved the action. I like how Deckard was like kind of a, a, a secondary character. I really loved K's arc. Yeah, K's arc I, it, was fantastic. It, it doesn't end. The moment but when it still he looks ends. at the hologram, like yeah, that shot, that was everyone insane. knows that was 
who I got chills just now, just remembering that was some, it. Some insane, uh, some insane acting. Which I mean, it's not. It's just his blank face. But for some reason, it's that is incredible. His blank face with that context. I don't know what yeah. it is about Ryan Gosling's blank face, but it's good at acting. I just like Ryan Gosling's face. I think. <laughs> I just show me his face. Oh, that's that's good acting. It's that's good stuff, man. Um. Yeah. No, I, I think. I think I have to go with 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 twenty forty nine because I had a lot of fun in Guardians of the Galaxy two and Ragnarok and Logan held like a ton of emotional weight. I've also seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine more recently. Yeah. So next year when we do this, I'm gonna try to watch like for the whole month. I'm gonna try to watch rewatch all the films I really enjoyed. Yeah, that's so I can that's a good sure. idea. Because the Last Jedi was like incredible. I, I really liked it. Yeah. I probably like it better than The Force Awakens. Like if I had to rewatch one of them, I'd probably watch The Last Jedi. Yeah, The Last Jedi has so much more I don't know. There's It's not it's There's so much more I love that the Force I Awakens. wasn't expecting with The Last Jedi. Yeah, like The Force Awakens is like it's what a lot of rehashing. Yeah, and, and it's what you expect and I don't think that's a bad thing for Star Wars at this I point. I don't either, especially to get you back into the universe. Yeah. But well, The Last Jedi is different than any of the other movies before. Uh-huh. Which is saying something because Star Wars follows like some pretty like very formulaic. Yeah. Once again, not a not a bad thing if it if it. I mean, they probably works. set most of the it probably set most of the formulas, but yeah, <laughs> probably. But the like the the new trilogy or not the new the prequels were. That's such a dumb way that we have to say that. Originals <laughs> I know. and then the prequels prequel. and then the new trilogy. <laughs> yeah, new trilogy. I wonder what it'll be called when Ryan Johnson's trilogy comes out. Uh, I, I, th- I think because <sighs> they'll probably give Ryan Johnson's trilogy a name. Yeah, they better. I know it's, it's not going to be about the Skywalker saga. Like it's, it's, it'll definitely have the force in it though. Cause yeah. Oh, uh, well no, no spoilers. Well, I kind of spoil. They're, they're setting <laughs> up that, I think they're setting up that future. I think it will take place after. Yeah. Uh, probably. Most likely. Um, man, for my favorite movie. See, I, I I want I, I want to I want to be able to come up with something maybe a little unexpected, but it's it's Logan. Logan's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, that was my other choice. I mean, that was. And I think it it could have been twenty forty nine if if I wasn't so severely bothered by how many things are left like open at the end. I'm okay with some things being open. But it felt like the vast majority of the narrative that starts in 2049 doesn't get finished, save for Kay's arc. And Kay's arc is very satisfying. And that was really well done. See, so, I, I don't know. That's, but, that's why. But with Logan, that's I'm not conflicted I, at all. Like, Logan, yeah. it was everything about it just satisfied me. And it punches me in the gut. And it, it, it makes me cry uh, way more than Coco does. And it's man, I watched, I watched Logan with my dad. Oh my gosh! Oh man! And like we we've always like like we used to like on like random nights like you know Fox used to just play X Men all the time, yeah. So we would just watch them all the time. And I was like watching it with him, and I was already thinking about like I'm getting older and he's getting older. And then I watched that. Oh no, dude! I was like bawling my eyes out. I was like, because it was getting too real for me. I was like, oh, this is eventually something i'm gonna have to deal with like hopefully a long 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 time from now but yeah god 
And Hugh Jackman's so good. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, uh, this is this is backtracking, but okay. more CGI. Apparently, there's a young uh, Hugh Jackman in in The Greatest Showman, which is really bad. Mm. Apparently, that apparently the CGI on that movie is just horrible. See, I, there was a lot of movies that came out around the time of The Last Jedi that before I realized they were going to be next to The Last Jedi, that I was like, I might go see that, but. Yeah. Then you look at them and it's like, oh, this is the Death March. These are all the movies that were sent out to die because the studio had no faith in them. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go see uh, The Greatest Showman. I, I have no interest in it. Just, because despite me it, it's not that loving I don't Hugh Jackman. Like movies like... <gasps> Uh-oh. What? What's up? Okay, never mind. Woo. La La Land, but it came out December 16th last oh, year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to be like, oh, I might have to change my movie, uh-huh. but no. <laughs> more Ryan Gosling for me. Yeah, it's like, hmm, do I pick Ryan Gosling or Ryan Gosling? Dude, if Ryan Gosling is ever in a Martin McDonough film, yo, I could see that yeah. happening. I could see him being prime casting uh, meat for that kind of for that kind of story. Oh man, Ryan Gosling's so good. You know what's not good? Actually, the worst probably... movie. Oh, of he's... 2017. That's that's what's not good. If we're moving on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't do our worst movie of 2017. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm just gonna look up worst movies of 2017 and see if I've seen it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If you look up like worst rated movies of 2017, you're gonna get stuff that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. So it's Power Rangers, Triple X, <laughs> A Dog's Purpose, Baywatch. Oh, do a dog's purpose. I don't even know if a dog's purpose was bad, but the movie was abusing dogs. Like, the the yeah. set was abusive to the dogs. Do you know what I'm excited well, for? I'm... This is completely off topic, and I'll, I'll, I'll shut up about it as soon as I say it. But there's a trailer before The Last Jedi, Alpha. Did you see the trailer? I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. The first no, doggo is what I want it to be called. I'm not excited for that. I did. See You're not excited for it? Nah, it looked... Finn Jones is in Leatherface? What? I'm extremely excited uh, about Alpha, because at first I was like, oh, another caveman movie. We're going to try to make this interesting. Cavemen are not interesting, just by the way. But That's why I didn't... I saw the caveman. Yes, like, but then and it was like the origin of the relationship, and it was like man and dog. And I was like, okay, no, I'm going to watch that, because it's, fir- it's the first doggy. First, first time not, because man's best friend was, die. was was friends. Oh yeah, the dog's gonna die. You know that. I'm not gonna watch okay. it. That's why. I, if I, if there's a dog in a film, I immediately don't watch it. Because <laughs> I'm like the dog will die. Oh, I know the worst movie. Uh, the Bye Bye Man. Oh yeah, see, I didn't watch that. It's a horror film, but it was really bad, and I really liked the idea. Didn't it have like a a good bit of hype going into it? Yeah, a lot of people don't don't think it, don't say it. What's the thing? Yeah, I don't. Know, Justice League is probably the worst movie. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm just dogging on Justice League all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of the same. Like I feel like we do it every single week, and it's just. It's because it's it's so powerfully uh, shouldn't have been bad. I feel like if I had seen the Kingsman two, that probably would have been the worst because people that love the first one do not like that one, and I did not like the first one. Yeah. So I feel like if I had seen that, that probably would have been the worst. Because if some, if people that are big fans of it already don't like it, uh-huh. then I'm definitely not going to like it, probably. 
Although, who knows? I'll probably love it. I, I think the worst movie that I saw... Probably Alien Covenant. Just, oh, no, yeah. Okay, Alien you Covenant. You no, changed that's, it that's, to Alien Covenant? Yeah. I was, it was because it was most disappointing, and... I think it... I think it because it's not even it's pretty to look at and that's it it doesn't even yeah. have like the horror there's no I was never scared I was never all the characters make super dumb decisions yeah no uh, the, the plot of Transformers The Last Night is more cohesive and the characters make more logical decisions than anyone in Alien Covenant and Transformers The Last Night is a mess and it's better I, I never watched it yeah I heard it was really bad but most people are like oh yeah that was dumb but I'm like I don't yeah, but I mean, you go see it anyway. You're not it's you're not seeing it because it's smart. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing it because it's got some pretty CGI, and there was some pretty, pretty CGI. CGI. But uh, yeah, what a podcast! Alien Covenant. Yep, Alien Covenant. Worst movie. <laughs> 2017's greatest Blade. mistake. Blade Runner 2049, best movie. Regardless, it's of like Tim Ridley says. Scott doing his d- coming back to his old things versus Ridley Scott not being allowed to come back to his old thing. What? I read a uh, an article about that that new movie he did, uh, All the Money in the World where they recast mm-hmm. um reshot all the Kevin Spacey scenes. Yeah. Uh, it it says Ridley Scott proves he is one of Hollywood's elite directors. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he proves that he is once again reliably inconsistent. Yeah, like super inconsistent. You know what's crazy is they replace Kevin Spacey. You cannot even tell it's Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I'll share the image. They did it. Like I would have never in a million. I mean, his voice probably would have been a dead giveaway. And they did but, it in what, like two weeks? They made all those yeah, edits. I mean, if if it still turns out that well, then I like, think you can make a documentary about how in the world they did that in two weeks. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's he. He is the most inconsistent director that I, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, we should have done Best and Worst Director. Worst Director, Ridley Scott. Yeah, Ridley Scott, Worst, worst Director. Worst Movie. Best Director, I mean, if we're talking about, if, if we're straight up just talking about direction, it's um, a, a villain wave, the guy that did, that did Blade Runner 2049. If we're just talking about direction. Dennis Villeneuve? Villeneuve, okay. Yeah. yeah he, I was like, ooh. He's the best. <laughs> but I got you. Um. Apparently, Christopher Plummer uh, it deserves an Oscar for his role in that movie because he replaced Kevin Spacey. Which I would too. I mean, if he did that well with like no preparation whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, not I would too, but I would give him one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, Dennis Villeneuve. Oh man, I can't wait to see Dune. Is it? Dennis he's Villeneuve's doing Dune. Best. Yeah. When is that coming out? Mm, probably. Uh, I don't know. He he normally knocks them out pretty quick. Yeah, Dune's kind um, of a big did. thing, though. Oh, I need to. It's kind of an undertaking. I need to see. I need to see Enemy. <clears throat> oh wait, maybe he's not. Maybe it hasn't been confirmed that he's doing Dune. Oh man, I would have do Dune. The last thing on IMDb is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. They don't have any anything announced for him. Okay. I really need to see Enemy. That looked really good, and it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Uh, 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 JG what well, man we did it we did our three and a half hour podcast it's not going to be that long a lot of that was just taking breaks three hours and we're still brought about three hours I'm going to I'll cut it down to be a little more manageable I'll do my best 
But um, maybe we need to split the news, split the news and the best of and worst of 2017 into two. It's not a bad idea. I could, I, I could, I could look into that. Um, but anyway, that I don't know how we would title them. Maybe just I don't that know. is the end of our I don't know one parter, two parter podcast episode 29. Need 29. Yeah. Uh, have a good new year, yeah. everybody. 2017. Have a good 2018. Monster Hunter World's coming out in 2018. How could it be bad? It's going to be the best and year of your life. Hopefully we'll have some uh, some good, some some short films come out maybe. Ooh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Uh, some, some different stuff. I'm going to say so maybe. maybe. Who knows? Big old maybe. We need to try. Now that you graduated and ye- ye. have all the more time to actually come down. Mm-hmm. I need to go see Jumanji. I do too. Just just because it looks all right. Looks like it might I've be heard right. it's fun. I've heard it's good. Like I've heard it's it's fun. It's a good time. I'm not above enjoying myself. I am. <laughs> That's why I did this podcast. All right, great note to end on. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, <gasps> see you next year. Ha 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 ha! I love it. <laughs>